Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, our last podcast of the year. First podcast of next year, trying to listen to this when it actually goes up. I don't know how days work anymore. It's all a blur of things. But yes! Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 135. Unlike last year, we're actually doing our game of the year. Because we were lazy last hey. year. We doing it. Yay! Yeah. We didn't do it last year, that's right. We didn't do it last year, because schedules... I, mm. As much as I love the Krampus cast, it's hard to pull. The, it's it's much easier to organize in Game of the Year because Game of the Year requires a lot more research. And yeah, you actually of, have to look stuff up and try to remember what actually came out this year and what wasn't just re-released or released for another console yeah, or whatever. That that was definitely a problem this year. Where it's like I was going through all the lists. It's like re-released on Wii or, or Switch, and I'm like, man. A lot of games came to the Switch this year. Yeah. A lot of good games and, came to the Switch. Yeah. Two years after they came out everywhere else. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, those are the those are the recreates, but like some of the updated to their own franchise, they've they've been fucking phenomenal. Like I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I don't hear many people buying the other Switch games. I hear people buying all the main Nintendo titles and it's been insane. But it's yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least, you know, you can say that they're flagship titles, which, of course, we're going to sell. Um, I, well, I mean, they are good. I mean, their flagship titles that they released were good. I will give them definitely that. Switch is a fun system. Yeah. Can be. Unless the controller, yeah, the controller, but. It, it, it is very fitting that you have some of these, like, titles, like, I don't know, Dark Souls, whatever, coming out for the Switch a couple years after the game's been out. They're very much like Apple when they announce iPhones. Like, hey, now you've got wireless charging. Oh, we had that three years ago on Android phones. But okay, cool. Thanks for joining the party, guys. Yep. And it's fitting, considering the fan base will still buy it up. Oh, yeah. it's This has been the year, I think, where my mind like finally drifted into, like, stonedly the oh, Nintendo's just the apple of the video game industry, but also the apple is the apple of the video game industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, this is the... We're talking this about the podcast. Like, it's the... I'm using my Switch more lately, but I'm, like, my opinion of that console has degraded even further because the only reason I'm using it is I bought something to fucking fix their console. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I remember you were talking about that. It's great. I, it's... With that thing attached to it, the Switch is a is a really fun system. I, I every once in a while I'll have some moment where I'm like, I, it can't be as bad as I thought it was. I took it out of the dock thing I now have for it, and I'm like, oh no, this is far worse than I remembered. Actually, this is hmm. bad. Hmm. I, I've grown soft with my weird thing that makes it feel like an Xbox 360 controller and or a real video game controller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before we get to game of the year, have you two been up to anything? Uh, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll just go now then. Um, I just discovered this crazy interviewer named, like, Nardwar. Have you heard of him, Charlie? I think I have. So he's, Henry, have you heard of him? No, I have not, huh. Okay, I figure Charlie, maybe because he's so involved in music. Yeah, so Nardwar is this crazy, like, eccentric kind of dude. But he does interviews with like celebrities and bands and rappers and all that. But this dude fucking digs deep into their history. And oh, cool. like, like it's really trippy because he'll be like, hey, by the way, what can you tell us about so and so? He's like, 
wait a minute, that's my Spanish teacher from X amount of years ago. What? And they're like, it's really cool, but also really fucking creepy. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone's always surprised, like, how the fuck did you know about this thing? Or this There's person? a weird, like, antagonistic vibe to his uh, interviews, too. Like, the, like, you see the, like, X versus Nardwar thing, they actually kind of feel like a competition almost occasionally. Like, it's the this is surprise journalism taken to, like, the true definition of surprise. Where it's like, surprise! I've done way yeah. too much research on your ass. <laughs> yeah, like, it's crazy. He's like, oh, hey, yeah, I heard you were inspired by this. And he brings them, like, an album or, like, a 45 from back then kind of thing. Like, it's pretty cool. Like, sometimes there's some pretty cool instances, but sometimes there's some shit where they're like, nope, you need to get the fuck out of here kind of thing. Yeah, they were not happy with it. Like, yeah, like, okay, the really cool one uh, that I, because I was watching a compilation album or a compilation of some of his interviews. I don't know how it showed up on my YouTube feed, but it did. Um, was one where he found a VHS copy of Snoop Dogg's first ever produced tape that was like a smoke fest to like 1996. And even oh. Snoop Dogg didn't have a fucking copy. He's like, how the fuck did you find this kind of thing? And he like gave it to him. He's like, here you go. He's like, I've been looking for this forever kind of thing, and it's really cool. Um, and then there's like another one where he was talking to, who was it? Uh, he was talking to Ludacris, and he mentions the name of a childhood best friend that he used to hang out with back in the day. And he's like, okay, you're a trip. That's crazy, blah, 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 or whatever. And then just the most obscure one, I think, was a Walk of Flock of Flame interview where he there was this like band or whatever he listened to, and he got a crossword puzzle of the album cover for an album that like the guy like really resonated with. And it's like crazy to watch these interviews, but at the same time, man, that's fucking creepy. Like how good he is at finding this stuff. So I was just intrigued. I was curious to see if Charlie knew anything about this guy. Yeah. Just because... I, I, I was into his bit for a little while. I, it's uh-huh. you listen to enough of them and they get a little creepy, at least in my case, I, I was one of these things where like, <clears throat> There's definitely kind of a bit of a theme to all the interviews, and eventually you're like, man, I want this dude to start bringing out, like, one-night stands or something like that, and making it real weird in this interview, because I'm now desensitized to this level of weirdness. I want, like, remember when you fucked this chick nine years ago in an alley, and you're like, how? What? Yeah. Like, it's almost that level of creepy. It's where it's, it's it's like, that's the natural next progression of it. It's like, this is... It needs to go that one step further eventually, and I'm, if maybe it has, I stopped listening to it a while ago. But like, it's it, it's right up to that like uncomfortable line. I need it to go beyond that uncomfortable line, so I feel like this is truly uncomfortable. How many yeah. episodes have you listened to so far? I haven't listened to a lot of episodes. I've kind of just been watching compilations. Okay, yeah, the com- the compilations are very different than the interviews too. They're often edited down some. Uh huh. Like. There are some fantastic, like, five-minute awkward silences occasionally in the interviews. I imagine. I imagine so. That's. Uh, it, it's uh. like it, the like. I think it's him. Show that someone's talking about how like it's. It's like suddenly realizing you have a stalker and you've walked into a room with them or something. Mm. Yeah, that's that's uh, disconcerting. Yeah. Oh, it's a trip. Yeah. They're definitely worth checking out, but like, be prepared to like have your skin crawl a little bit. Mm. Yeah, no, it was definitely just like, I was like, okay. So, 
I, I, I was impressed though by the like amount of crazy, crazy like research he does. Like, oh, he's crazy finding, is the right like, word. Yeah, I, I think it's legitimately like crazy level because he finds like stuff that like you even forgot about kind of thing. And he apparently he also interviewed Guar, but Guar had a hard time not laughing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because they had they wanted to stay in character, but he was he was pulling off some crazy shit from their history, and like it was hard for them to stay in character and not fucking laugh. Apparently, well, so. like a, part of them is that it's like no, this is this is obviously a persona. Yeah, the other mm-hmm. people like they've become so much of their persona that when they disrupted, it's like actually a problem for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting to watch. But the other thing is, uh, I have discovered bidets, and they're mm, fucking amazing. Okay, good for you. They are, they are amazing. For some reason, we have something against them in in this country for the most part. Yeah, but don't yeah, get no, it. no, they're a great don't invention. They're a great invention. I I uh, discovered using them when I was living in Japan for a while. I have seen the light. It, Never going back. <laughs> this is a dark path to go down to, but I gotta ask, like, what happened that you found yourself awakened to superior toilet-based technology? So I was, uh, I was talking with some wild guildies, and oh, it happened to come up in a, yeah, of course, <laughs> and it happened to come up in a conversation. Um, and one of the guys there was he 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 made a very interesting point, and I was like, okay, I'll get one. So I found one on Amazon that was relatively cheap, but pretty decent in quality. And I have to say, they, they're they definitely worth the hype. It is. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, yeah. it's never going back, man. And it's amazing how people pull back and freak out when you mention bidets. Just because the yeah. idea of something spraying your butt is freaking people out. Like, uh. Nope. I've seen the light, friends. And the future is bidets. For days with cyborgs and everything else. Okay. But yeah, I just thought that was kind of a weird non-gaming related thing to to bring up. As far as gaming stuff goes, um, it's let's see, I actually got a chance to play some more Wacamelee One, uh, mm. which was nice. Uh, finally gonna do what do you call it? Uh, God of War. Because mm. now that I. I figured out, I think I mentioned last week, I figured out the HDR thing. So now games look really fucking nice on the TV. So. Yay! Overcoming yeah. technical technical issues. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. Didn't you mention um, this last week? Were you texting me about this? I think I had texted you about it, but I was going to mention oh. it. Yeah, that I, I, we figured out that scenario last week. But yeah. That um, game's pretty. It, God, it's so. Like I, I forget how pretty it is because yeah. I started that opening sequence where he's chopping the tree down. Yeah. God, that looks so. He chops that good. tree real good. Yes, he yeah. does, and God, does that look fucking great? Yeah. But yeah, so. Um. Overall, I've also been thinking a lot about this week in terms of like, I wonder what kind of stuff we're gonna throw in for the game of the year stuff and all that because obviously this is our, this is our show, you know, our yeah. biggie, but like. Yeah, I I, I want to see what you guys have added to the list this year because I'm genuinely intrigued. I think it's got to be a chillish game of the year. Like, there's no real contention. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I I agree. Yeah, we'll see though. I we'll see. Yeah, definitely intrigued. But yes, anyway, that's yeah. enough about me. Yeah, I. So the thing I mentioned last week at the end of the podcast was that 
maybe we're doing this this week or not, was that so my dad's birthday just happened and my family kind of surprised him by all of us kind of converging in one location for that. So I'm actually in New Hampshire right now, surrounded by snow, and me and my girlfriend, my dog, all made the trick and been throwing my pug out in the snow, and she's been hating it. (laughs) (laughs) Is she giving you the full-time, like, stink eye Oh, she's giving me that that hard scrump grump. Just like, I hate you, human. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never find your body in this snowy hellscape. (laughs) Well, so the funniest... The funniest part about she's too light to break the frost layer on top of it. So she's like slipping around. Everyone I'm thundering through because I'm heavy enough to bust through the snow. And she's like, how are you doing this? Fuck you, human. You will not laugh at my pain. Oh, man. Horse crop. Oh. <laughs> she's been a trooper. She flew on a plane. She was the tallest bug in the world briefly. <laughs> huh. Did yeah, how did that work? Because don't they like make stinks about flying pugs around because of the, the, the nostril um, and all that? It's sedating pugs to fly them. Um, we made the conscious choice to take a red eye, so Scrump just kind of slept the entire plane ride. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it, pe- people fly pugs all the time. It's the if you have a pug that is hyperactive like ours can be, you have a problem where the sedatives are kind of dangerous. Hmm. Mm. Because they do inhibit breathing, and for those unclear what a pug is, they always sound like they're winded even when they're sleeping. Yeah, yeah. I my family used to have a pug too, so I'm I'm pretty familiar with that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I so we Christmas has happened since the last episode. Like last week was the Krampus cast, after all. But so I, me and my girlfriend did the most Jewish thing possible, which was there is a artsy movie theater in L.A. that shows. Fiddler on the Roof sing-along style on December 24th. Oh, oh that's so, we so went, good. So we went to that. It was a time. I, she had never seen that movie before, and I said something dumb like, if we're going to see this movie, you're going to see it the correct way, which is surrounded by lots of Jewish people badly singing the lyrics. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Oh, that's amazing. That's it's, it's such a great play. I mean, it really is. Well, this is the movie version. Like this is the full oh. like uh the guy who played Doc Ock and those Spider and that Spider-Man movies playing Tevia, I think. Mm. Yeah, uh, Alfred Molina? I think so. I believe his name. Yeah. Great actor. He was a yeah. fantastic actor. Hmm. Yeah, I I forgot that fucking movie is three and a half hours long. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, what? That movie Three is... and a half hours long? Yep. Oh, God. It, that movie's kind of like, get fucked. That's almost as long as, like, the first Lord of the Rings movie director's edition that's uncut. I... Oh. And most of this movie is singing. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's... That's a, that's a lot to sit through. Did they have a break, you know, an intermission or anything? Oh, yeah, this is back from when they had, like, movies that had built-in intermissions. And before I go too far, I was wrong about the main actor. It's someone else. It wasn't Doc Ock, but I think my girlfriend was telling me that, and I believed her. I, but, yeah, like, no, the, like, the first half of the movie is two hours long, and then there's a, like, 20-minute intermission baked into the film. Okay. Yeah. That that and, makes that that makes a lot of sense for a long film like that. And then another hour and a half after that, but yeah, mm. yeah. But 
in the more video gamey space, I have been traveling, so it's been uh, mobile games and my Switch. I Now that I've actually unlocked everything in Smash and I'm not playing that spirit mode, I'm having fun doing the classic mode thing. I still refuse to pay for online, so I can't speak really to much more depth on that. But the classic modes are fun. I gotta say that. I I started playing a really addictive mobile game on my phone called um, Downhole. Hmm. Uh, it was three bucks off the Google Play Store. I'm gonna make sure that's what it's called. Yep, Ho- sorry, hold down. Uh, it's if you've ever kind of clicked on one of those bullshit uh, mobile games advertised on Instagram, you've played this. It's the game where you it, it's basically um, Brick Breaker, except this one's got some real style. It, it looks nice. It's absolutely worth three dollars. It looks correctly like it's. it's Basically, it's like, what if someone took a fun mobile game and actually put some, like, design effort behind it? Hmm. And a little, mm. bit of game, a little bit more gamification. Like, the, the game's surprisingly hard occasionally. But, yeah. yeah. Huh. If you're looking for a good time waster, it's a fantastic mobile game. I've had a lot of fun with it. Burning way too much goddamn battery on it. <laughs> I, this is not so much a playing thing as a rabbit hole I fell down, kind of like Alex and his interview guy if you haven't looked it up you should go look up a japanese ad for god of war for japanese voice actor kratos it's huh. amazing like it's the voice actor playing kratos is like the it's got that like early 70s samurai movie deep voice going on and oh, it's great. amazing all right yeah i mean he has to have an epic voice. You just have to have... Uh, the voice actor has to have an epic oh, voice. Oh, no, and uh, as much as I love the guy for the English version, there's something about this where it's like, it's obviously still Kratos, but it's like this, like, eight-foot-tall samurai dragging a dragon and a demon behind him at all times. Voice dude who's just like, yeah, I killed this shit on my way here to get lunch. What are you gonna do? Wow. <laughs> it, it's it, it's worth checking out. Like, it it's... And it, at least for me, I think of Kratos as having the voice he's always had. And hearing this, I'm like, man, I kind of want to play the next God of War Japanese voice acting. This is kind of awesome. I didn't even know they did voice acting for the other. I uh, didn't know it either. It was like, it was some like some articles like, yo, Japanese Kratos voice actor is amazing. I'm like, it can't be that amazing. Oh shit, this is amazing. <laughs> and notwithstanding, the 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 actual English voice actor. Is extremely good. Oh yeah, like, no, super I, good. Like it is, it is equally as good as him, but in a totally different way. Like it's, it's a little bit goofier because it's, it's not the right voice for Kratos, but it's also like, oh, this is totally what Kratos would sound like if he spoke Japanese. Nice. Like he's, it's like it's this voice that implies I'm going to throw a car at you now at all times. Like I almost want to go back through and play God of War again. And see if I can toggle the Japanese voice acting, but keep English subtitles. That's how much I enjoy the trailer I saw. I'm like, oh god, this is amazing. But yeah, that's been it on my end. I have a lot more traveling. I it's mopping up some games to so I could say I played loose. We could talk about the, like Ober, like the Return of the Obra Din, which is amazing. But we'll talk about that later. Awesome. Yeah. Well, as for me. I am still in Oklahoma. I'm not going to punish anybody with some song. Did you flip a cow? You know what? That's kind of what we tell city folk to do. You know that. It doesn't. I I know. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it 
it's super flooded here. It had a flash flood here. Uh, weather here is awful. Oklahoma weather, especially where I am, it is awful. We get the extremes of everything, and, you know, it's not, not just rain. No, it just has to be a flood. Not just high winds, tornadoes. I mean, seriously. Well, that's what happens. You have no geographical distinction between the high and the low. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 pretty insane here, and it's mostly flat, and there's almost no mountains to break anything, you know, break any of the wind up. So, yeah, that's that's how it is where I live. And hmm. I I did get a chance to play at least one game that I, I was interested in. I got to play some Just Cause Four, and I I like it, but you you have to enjoy wrecking stuff you have to enjoy absolute chaos that is and always yeah. my issue with that franchise and so if you like it there's plenty of tools for you to just cause the most insane things to happen it's everything that just cause series is with more it just adds more onto it i'm not sure if it's enough to really call it a proper sequel to be honest but it is a lot of fun to play. I, uh, it's not anywhere. It's not anywhere near sort of a contender to any sort of game of the year or anything like that, or any really. But if you like that sort of thing, it lets you destroy the crap out of everything. Well, so let me ask you this: If you didn't play three, which I get the impression is the weakest one in the franchise, would this feel like more of a sequel to two? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, that's kind of the general consensus I've heard out there. Where it's like, hey, if you didn't play three. This is maybe the one that should have been three instead. Yeah, three, three, it three was not, it was not good. Two is super good. One and two are very much going back and worth playing. Three, you can probably skip. Four, if you want to see it, you know, graphics up, you know, things smoothed out, game mechanics a little sharper, a little more to do. Yeah, just just skip right on to four. Yeah. But outside of that, yeah, I'm kind of limited on what I can play here. I don't. I, I don't have my mega computer with me. I just have my laptop, so I I, it, it, I can play things. Pretty impressive. And so I have. Well, no, I can't play that on my laptop. That was no. on. That was on somebody's console. But yeah, I I I've gotten you know got to play some other games. Uh, I I oh that's right. I forgot to do something. I do want to introduce my dad to Farming Simulator series, but I'll, I'll talk about that later on too. <laughs> that's like a but, dark video game series of like. What happens when you introduce people that have mundane jobs to the video game based around their mundane job? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's almost cruel in a weird way. Like, that's almost Stanley Parable level of weird and cruel. Yeah, it's it's bizarre, but it's interesting and fascinating. And yeah, it it sells a lot of copies. Every single farming oh, no, simulator I, sells a ton of copies. I, 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 as a semi-ironic fan of Farming Simulator, I get the appeal. I, I was more saying, like, your dad's kind of a farmer. Like, yeah, how does a farmer is. take they made a video game out of your livelihood? <laughs> yeah, I, I have not shown it to him. I have told him about it, but I haven't shown it to him yet, but I, I fully intend to. Because Rollercoaster Tycoon is the bane of my industry. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> really, really? I never even thought about that. Like, so the realities of like what roller coaster like roller coaster is actually a pretty kind of at surface level accurate representation of kind of what's like to run a theme park except it's such a gross simplification it's like oh it's not that hard i'm like yes yes it is and like digital billions are v 
very different than real billions. Yeah. At no point in Roller Coaster Tycoon is your boss like over your shoulder going like, why the fuck isn't the scenery done yet? <laughs> I feel like you they should add that feature on there. If you I... want to make it authentic, make it authentic. <laughs> yeah, like the if they want to make it authentic, you have to have like a bunch of people that are like in their like mid to late forties uh, or fifties wandering around behind you making like jokes that aren't funny and make you kind of uncomfortable, but like you're working in theme parks, so you're like, I don't know if this is just theme parks or this person's actually an asshole. That's the real working in theme park experience. <laughs> huh. And they lace the water fountain with LSD. That's separate. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. They sadly don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, well, back, to, podcast. <laughs> back to Farmers Playing Farming Simulator, Henry. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, definitely want to see what his take on that is because he knows equipment i mean he knows the sure. real stuff and the game it's not terribly accurate and like you know it may, it simplifies things a lot but there's gonna there's things about the game that to like if you've grown up in a small town or if you you know know what farming is about it's like yeah 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 that happens because for one thing like what happens during the game is you get random calls on your cell phone that somebody needs a certain equipment like they need some hay bailed or they need some yeah they need something or other done for them and yeah that's the reality of being a farmer there is kind of a community and you do kind of like borrow people's stuff and help people out all the time and it has that in the game too and that's kind of neat i think that's actually a pretty nifty feature for them to add to a game they didn't have to but that that sounds like a nice little feature to have on there yeah it's pretty cool you play the american trucking games as well henry no i have not games no, I have not. They're very similar in that kind of, like, the depth that they go to for the industry is surprising. I I, I play both because I both did lots of driving growing up and I lived in farmish places, so it's... I remember, like, wasn't there a weird one, like, a couple of farming similars ago they, like, they dropped a bunch of the detail and people got upset about it or something? I, hmm. I'd have to look that up. They got like some piece of equipment wrong or something. It was like, why? How would you do this? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure because it's it's yeah. definitely. I mean, they have real equipment in there, real brands. I mean, I mean, every year they kind of part of the ad campaign is to talk about what new brands and what new vehicles they have in for the year. Something terrible and wonderful about that. Yeah. Bunch of people but, wearing John Deere hats, having no idea what the fuck a John Deere is. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I've gotten up to. Not yeah, I've been trying to actually relax. This is my holiday off, so I am trying to actually chill. But today is yeah, today is some some good discussions coming up. Yeah. So should we get to it then, gentlemen? Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, let's get to it. Uh, I feel like I should change the theme music because it's not just news, is it? I there, there's no news this week as far as this week is concerned. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I feel like I should use some crazy Oscar music now. I need music to play our playoff music off. <laughs> yeah, probably that was not my best. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> welcome to the something wicked studios, wicked awesome cast, whatever the hell you want to call this. Game of the Year Proceedings, where we are going to boil down four categories to the 
top three kind of worthy of recognition in this category. Our categories are game of the year, worst slash meaning and or most disappointing game of the year, most video game ass video game of the year, and game that is art of the year. We're going to start things off with game that is art and work our way backwards, basically. All right. Our nominees in the category are God of War, Frostpunk, Detroit Become Human, Nintendo Labo, Dead Cells, Return of the Obra Dinn, The Quiet Man, Heavy Burger, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. I mean, that's... It's a, it's a tough one, because... I mean, I mean, art is subjective, of course, but... I mean, for me, personally, I mean, if you don't mind me kind of jutting in and going first... No, go for it. That's how this works. I'd have to say Return of the Obra Dinn. The visual... Yeah. The, the visually, it's striking. The story is amazing. I mean, the game mechanics are cool, too. But, I mean, yeah. it's... It's uh, it's it's such a great looking game. I mean, it's I I like unique art styles. I'm I'm always attracted to something a little something that's provided that doesn't look like everything else in a good in the best way possible is what I'm saying. And that game kind of did it for me. I, I just have to say that's it. Just has a, it's visually oh, no, striking. I, mm. A little more context to it. Um, it's the it is a game where you play a sh- insurance adjuster. It is from the guy that did Papers, Please. The game has this kind of, well, it like I, like, almost like a Commodore sixty four graphic cape, big piano, uh, yeah, jazz sound. Yeah, yeah I'd, stuff I'd say that. On. It's a striking work of a video game. It's, it's definitely not for everyone, but I guess kind of to take a step back for a sec. Um, this category is for the games that maybe they're not the most gamey of games, but like you can point to going like. Look at this art ass shit. Like they they are for games with style or like just a true like the presentation of the game is what like sells the game in some ways. And I, I definitely think the the return of the Obra Dinn has that in spades. Like that game is all about what that game is kind of visually and presentation wise, because at its base level it is just pairing up corpses with how they got murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I mean, it's super dark, but uh, it's such a good game. Yeah, it's it's it, it's a short game, like it's six hours roughly, right? Yeah, it did, well, I mean, it's it won't take you that long to get through, but it I think it will leave a lasting impression oh, on no, you. It will leave a lasting. That's impression. not a knock. Like yeah. it, it's it, it's a, it's a very full experience. That's kind of like it's movie, it's not movie esque, like it's play esque, where it's like, huh, that's some drama where I saw no drama previously possible. Yeah, let's go through the other ones where we kind of start picking out winners. I start at the top, I guess. I I think God of War just visually kind of what that story does. Like, it has a simple story with a big emotional kind of kicker to it. Mm-hmm. It's not really the story of the game. It's the Kratos and Atreus' kind of interaction and just, like, that stuff is beautifully done. I, it's visually the game just fucking pops. It's saturated with the color. Like, every world you go to feels super fucking different. Uh, it's it's weird talking about a God of War game story and presentation because that game's real good in that category, but, like, that's not what they've historically been. I Probably worth bringing up now. We're going to talk about God of War a bunch, I think, in this podcast, but, like, there has been some criticism in that game of how it handled the topic of, like, there's only like seven characters in that entire game, and the two female characters, one of which is dead, and one of which gets like kind of fucked over towards the end after having a pretty strong role through the entire game. Yeah. And 
the community's kind of split on how to feel about that one, but I think like that doesn't detract from just kind of the overall art presentation of that game. Like it's it's a jaw drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is fucking impressive. Oh, absolutely. I I think like personally, if we're gonna kind of just briefly go on that, I think as far as in this category, God of War kind of hits all the marks. It's visually stunning. Yeah. It tells a really beautiful story, um, and it just, you know, it, it just overall has, like, that real feel that, like, if you were trying to be, like, I, in this category, I feel like God of War is the, like, Oscar nominee of the games that are listed here, because it very much would fit into that really, it's artistic in terms of all the angles. Like, that that's, each one of these, like, yeah. you guys were talking about Oberdin, like, Oberdin is visually beautiful like that that's what it nails on the point i think god of war overall hits everything like on the point yeah like it's it's the exemplary kind of triple a video game presentation like it's we're gonna talk about some with red dead where it's like it does everything a triple a game should do it's maybe not like it doesn't have the uniquest of kind of personalities but like it's it's visually stunning the music aspects of it are fantastic like animations like how kratos throws the axe are just fluid and beautiful like it's it is a pinnacle of what you can do kind of with the artistic aspects of a video game without kind of going into a more stylized yeah absolutely agree on that one i guess move on to our next nominee um frostpunk i i put this one on here i'm not sure it's i don't think it's the most art game of the year i think there is that that game for what it is, it's it's a city builder, but it's kind of a post-apocalyptic ice storm city builder, mm-hmm. and just the entire game, like down, like the sound, the visual style, just like the fact that like, the UI freezes over when it gets too cold out and stuff, and your people start to freeze to death. Like it's the game is just like dipped, deep fried, and then dipped again in just this thick coating of like cold suffering despair like it's every joke about like communist russia you could make but like distilled down to a horrible tasting soup that's just like it's the design for the game is fantastic it's just depressing as all hell like it's the like they put out a christmas dlc for it for free and they made christmas fucking depressing like the design for christmas is depressing in that game like it, it the game at every corner is just this kind of dark, unforgiving, your people are going to die of starvation, exposure, or worse. And it's in every aspect of that game's DNA. Like, it's like, literally like when you when you lose power to your furnace and the temperature starts to drop, people start freezing, the UI freezes over. Like, the frost creeps in from the corners of your screen. That's cool. That's super cool. And it... Well, and it's a third-person isometric thing, so it's like you're not looking through someone's eyes; like it's just part of that thing. And like it's, it's definitely not the most art-ass game of the year. But I wanted to kind of talk about just how well that game does. Kind of, it it is unbelievably depressing at every turn. Like the music is just this like, wah wah wah, you're gonna die, wah wah wah, <laughs> <laughs> dying horribly. <laughs> yeah. Death by cold. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, next up, Troy become human. All right. Well, mm. I feel like I, I think. Well, go ahead, Charlie. We're gonna separate this into kind of two things. It's the I am not here to say Detroit become human is a good game. 
what I am here to say is that game visually is fucking impressive. That's the only impressive thing about that game. Yeah. That may be all we say about that game because it is tone deaf as hell. But like there there are some sequences in that game that are like, holy shit, great. And then David Cage ruins them. But like there's a scene where you're going through like a junkyard pulling parts of other robots and putting them back into you because you've been discarded and like it's a beautiful, terrifying, like dark, unbelievably done scene that then David Cage shits all over at the end by making your character put on a cool like Neo jacket, but like Yeah, it's visually we'll ta- that we'll, game's amazing. Yeah, we'll talk about other things about it later, but I okay, yeah, I guess I can I, give it that. I mean it's it's I guess it's visual direction could yeah. at times look really, really good. Oh yeah, the, mm. the mocap for that game is well done. The acting of the characters, especially Connor, mm. I think is real done. That all being said, I am totally comfortable cutting that from the list right now if we want to. <laughs> I feel like that game is like if the Coen brothers had access to a game studio and would just Don't make disagree. Some, just something really fucking kooky. Like, it's good because it's kooky, but I think that's pretty much it. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I, I think compared to somebody that once we've already even talked about, it's not as strong. In every category, it's, it's visually and acted great, but I'm not sure it goes the distance in other ways. Mm, yeah. All right, so let's cross that one off. Um, Nintendo Labo, uh, aka Nintendo, laughing all the way to the bank. I, yeah, I, it's, I, I also think this one doesn't hang, but I kind of want to draw attention to the fact that like the cardboard building aspects of this and like. This is me kind of taking some interpretation on the kind of concept of art. Like, the fact that a game managed to get me, like, into and building a bunch of paper craft shit, I thought was pretty impressive. I just wish the game around it was better. But at the same time, like, the, the digital guide that that game is to getting your Labo set up is really well done. It's very visually nice. It's clean. It's clear. And the design of the cardboard stuff is pretty fucking cool when it's done. I, I I had a lot of fun building them. I wish I could say I, I I had more fun doing the arts and crafts part of that than I had playing any of the games. Mm. Which I think is kind of what disqualifies <laughs> it, but I think it's like the real draw for that game is fucking cardboard creations. I thought that was real cool. Yeah, and they got pretty creative with, yeah. you know, the types of peripherals they 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 were trying to replicate with this with these cardboard setups. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I want to believe in weird Nintendo. I just and this was some cool weird Nintendo. It just didn't do much after it was done being like I had a blast building it. The building it was fun as shit. I just wish the rest of the game around it was better. And I think that's a real problem. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I think yeah, on a, on a purely just physical, yeah, it it. It's a good. It's really, really cool. I mean, it's a neat idea, neat concept. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, Dead Cell. Mm. And all right, so this is this comes with a bit of a. All right, so I don't. I've gotten really sick of the game's pixelated looking games. Me too. Like, like really sick of it. And I'm just telling you this is just before I talk about it because I like this game. I like the art direction of it. Oh and yeah. That's. And I'm saying that because it's hard to get me 
to say that about a you know eight bit or sixteen sixteen bit style game. Yeah. It's hard to get me to say that. No, the game looks good. It's it's well yeah, no, art I, direction is fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, sound design for it's great mm-hmm. too. Uh, it's I, it, as someone who actively does not like the kind of bit graphic style that's come back in the last couple mm-hmm. of years. Even I'm like, this game's a cool looking game. It's got style. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I I don't like the music for the game, but I do like the music for the game. Mm. Leave that one on. Um, next one's on here is a bit of a joke. Uh, the Quiet Man. I think I put this in every category. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed that. Yeah. I, the Quiet Man's a bad game that tries to do something real bold, and it's got FMV in it. Mm. The FMV is. FMV and I love FMV and it, it takes a real risk with that whole we're doing like the first playthrough with no sound and stuff really which is if the game around it didn't suck there could be a real conversation about that but like the sound the the, the bold artistic choices do nothing but make this game more infuriating which mm. I find fascinating but like I Zonder's a joke. I, I, I think any game that's artist that, that that's art stylings aggravate the group it's paying homage to, which is the deaf community. Mm. <laughs> doesn't deserve to win this, obviously. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think this next one hangs out long term as well. But I want to bring attention to it. I didn't know about this. I learned about it. Um, heavy burger. Hmm. A heavy burger is the Nidhogg sequel to Burger Time You Never Knew You Wanted. Huh. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, uh, it's 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 Nidhogg. It's I don't know how to fucking explain it. Like, I, it's the you gotta go look it up. Like, you fight your way across like arcade cabinets, and you're, you're playing the people from Burger Time, but you have like fucking guns, and each arcade like each screen is a different arcade cabinet. It's real cool. And, like, the game nails it. I don't think the game's all that great, but the game fucking nails it. <laughs> like, it it's got some real cool style. It, it, it very faithfully recreates games of that era. And, like, literally each each screen you go to, a la Nidhogg, is a different game from that era. It's pretty fucking cool. Like, it's a whole other arcade cabinet. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's good enough to kind of win this one, but it's... I played it for two hours. I, I I've gotten all I need out of that game, I think. But also, like, it's a cool game. If we do extra life this year, we're gonna play it for at least an hour on that because it's a cool game. Oh, is it multiplayer? Yeah. Is it couch co-op? Yeah, it's it's like Nidhogg. It literally is like Nidhogg. oh nice, oh wonderful. Like it's got the mechanics of Nidhogg. Fantastic. Hmm. Like maybe check out a video for this if you're curious. Like it's that's the best way of describing it because it's. Yeah, it's got some style, but that's about it. Like uh, it, <laughs> it does nothing but recreate some stuff real coolly. Yeah, yeah. That, that, we can probably cross that one off uh, and feel comfortable about. Um, last but not least, Red Dead Redemption Two. I, I think in the same way that you can't take talk this category without talking, like, it it hangs in the same way God of War does not the most stylized of game but like holy shit the details and that game is gorgeous mm. yeah no, absolutely like the, you flip that book which is your menu kind of thing and it 
it's got drawings and shit and like the there's so much detail like unnecessary I talked about this in the past like there's one might argue they went too far in the art for this game kind of thing like in a needless degree but it's fucking impressive yeah I remember you had mentioned like it's almost too immersive yeah I I, I stand by it's there's too much yeah like the, the, the there, there is so much kind of like design choice and aesthetic in that game. I think it gets in the way of the game aspects of that game. Mm-hmm. And I think when people talk about this game at this point where they're like, oh, it's an amazing game. They're not talking about the video game aspects of that game. They're talking about kind of how immersive and how real that world feels and kind of the clockwork aspects of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I got some weird feelings about that game, and as I've said multiple podcasts, I, I think you have to recognize, like it's visual and artistic achievements. Like it, it's in that same camp as God of War, where it's like it's, it is impressive for what it is doing in that category. Like it, there, it is without peer in some ways of open world kind of ridiculousness of detail. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, kudos to the graphic artist that slaved away to do that sort of stuff. And yeah, and that's the complicated thing. Like, it's the my first reaction on playing that was like, oh yeah, I can believe someone didn't sleep for a month to get some of this shit mm. done. <laughs> I know that it's beautiful. I, I teach some of these people, so <laughs> yeah. All right, so we gotta narrow this down to a top three and. I, I like Frostpunk. I think Frostpunk can probably fall off the list, though. I, I, I I'm one of the three of us that played it, and I, I even I don't have that strong a feeling about it. It's a cool game design wise, but yeah. Um, I mean, so that leaves God of War, Dead Cells, Return of the Obra Did, and Red Dead Redemption. Um, so I, I, okay, so I'm gonna throw in God of War for sure, and say that because yeah. it, I think we all kind of were in agreement, like. For the AAA title, I think it's absolutely like it, it represents the AAA title when they do something right, a hundred percent. Like it just looks yeah. good. The story is amazing. The voice acting, the immersion, everything's good, and it's not too much. Like, everything's just seasoned just right, if you will. So for me, I would definitely say God of War makes the cut for sure. Um, so let me try a list on, I guess, for size. I think in my mind, the list is. Return of the Oberdin, God of War, Red Dead Redemption Two. I, I, I like the Dead Cells look and stuff like that, but it's a it is a style and a look that I've seen a lot of times. And like Henry said, I'm a little sick of it. It's mm-hmm. the best version of that I've seen in a long time, but I don't think it's the best version of it in the same way that the God of War and Red Dead Redemption do what they do for AAA style stuff. And I, I think Oberdin is. That is the most art ass game that came out. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I okay. I think that's kind of that would be kind of my list as well. Return of the Oprah Den, top right. for me easily. I'm gonna put a one next to that because if it comes down to a vote, I think me and Henry will both vote that one. For, so I guess kind of that's now the ordering of God of War or Return of or Red Dead Redemption two for second and third. Um, I'd say God of War second because I'm obviously outvoted when it comes to Oprah Den. As opposed to God of War, I would probably put God of yeah, War I, number one. But I agree with that. I, it's, that game does so much, but I think it's like it's it's within AAA space. Like it's the, the Oberdin's just different. Like I've never seen a game that looks like Oberdin and has that soundtrack on. It's a very conscious choice. Where, Ober, where God of War is just fucking beautiful. Yeah, agreed. 
All right, so our list is a Return of the Oberdin for a uh, game that is Art of the Year with God of War in second and Red Dead Redemption 2 in third. And our honorable mention being Dead Sea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next up, most video game ass video <laughs> game. Uh. Uh, this category exists for video games that are video game at, uh, for video game ass video games, the name implies. I start off as a phrase, I don't know where I learned it, but like it's, these are games that are undeniably video games. Like they, they may not be the best games, they might be the stylish games. You look at them and go, fucking yeah, that's a video game. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the category for like media that can only exist in video games because as a movie or a song or something else, it would be lame. Um, but you're, I mean, if you're saying that, I mean, all right, so I already have a few that I would cross off the list, but go on. Let's, let's do the list then. So right off the bat, we got God of War, again, Hitman 2, Warhammer Vermintide 2, Spider-Man, Soul Calibur 6, The Quiet Man, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Lethal League Blaze, Heavy Burger, Smash Bros. Ultimate, Into the Breach, and Persona 3, 4, and 5, because they're all kind of the same game, Dancing in the Moonlight, All Night, and In Starlight. Didn't Dancing All Night 3 come out last year or something? Uh, Who knows? Yeah, I, I think I think you may be yeah. right. Yeah, let, let's 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 go into the research here. Which one did you say this one was? Into the breach, or no? Uh, Persona. Oh. three dancing in the moonlight, dancing all night. I think that came out a year. Mm. Something's already come out in this space. It may have been Persona. Yeah, I know five came out this year. Maybe five and. All right. Uh, that sounds right, actually. Okay, this oh three was released in May twenty eighteen. Yeah, I think it's four that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. The four did come out before. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that, oh yeah. I guess, yeah, that was four. But yeah, three and five as well, I believe, came out. Yeah, yep. yeah, that one. So, yeah, all right, so, but yeah, that's... Mm. Let's talk to the list quickly. Um, God of War, despite being a beautiful artistic game, is still a game where you, like, Pile drive a mountain through a mountain at another point. Yeah, I I don't think it would fall so much as like video game ass video game of the year though. Like it's it's a great game, but like it can. I don't. I, I think it, it's definitely more of experience than actually like a, I guess a game per se in a weird way. I don't like, know. I tore a werewolf in half with his bottom lip in that game. But I'll say this: that game could easily be a movie. Easily, just yeah, that's they fair. Could easily yeah, be a movie. That, that's fair. I've, I will give you that. I mean, it'd be a good movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it's a negative. Yeah. It's that it's that cinematic. But... Yeah, like, it's too good to the point where I don't feel like it's, like, when you think video games, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, that kind of shit can only really happen in video games and get away with it. No, yeah, I get what you're saying on that one. Yeah, like, it, it's full of amazing spectacle moments, but you could string probably the cutscenes together for that game and make an okay movie out of it, too. You're, you're not wrong in that. Yeah, so I, I personally, I, I would take that one off the list. No, I'm, I am fine with that decision. I, it plays amazingly, but you're not wrong. Like it's definitely not the video, most video game as video game on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, Hitman Two. Now that is a fucking game that is I, a video game, because <laughs> there's so much weird shit you can do. It, yes. Yeah. And it only can really get pulled off in the world of video games per se. Yeah, I. Hitman 1 was the year it came out, game of the year for me, Like, and I, I don't think Hitman 2 can win this year's game of the year. 
but it definitely can win a video game ass video game standing because that game is everything video game ass about the previous one like cranked up five or six more slots yeah there's yeah. there's a lot like, going oh, on in that game at all times yeah a lot the clockworkiness of that game alone is just like it, it it's it's not a stealth game it's a puzzle yeah that's also a stealth game and a murder simulator oh, yep yep i'd agree yep yeah I, I think i think that's that one can remain it, it, it feels weird to be like it's it's definitely the same game, but it's also like, nah, that game was a video game ass video game last time we talked about it. Mm-hmm. It's Warhammer Vermintide Two. Did anyone play this book? No. Uh, I saw some people play it, and I was like, I mean, it's cool, I guess, but yeah, I, it's it's Left for Dead with some other stuff going on. I, I I think compared to some other things on this list, it's not quite as video game ass video game. I, it's oddly satisfying to bash a shit ton of demon rats to death with an axe, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I feel is pretty, which is which I feel, me personally thinks that's pretty goddamn video game ass. But yeah, it's there's not much to it beyond kind of my love of it's Left for Dead three kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Let's leave it on. We'll we can cross it off later. I I, I don't think it will last another round, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's an automatic drop just yet. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, I don't know. Like Spider-Man is really great, but I don't know if I would consider it a video game ass video game. Again, they- I think it's hard to under like so. So much of that game is the web slinging mechanic. It's like it is hard to understate just how important that web slinging is to that game's um, success. And it, mm-hmm. it just feels so good. It's the mechanic is yeah. so well done. It just. It feels good. Yeah. It just feels good. The play control is fantastic. Traversal in that game is so good. It makes up for the lackluster combat in that. Game. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. <clears throat> like I, I, I don't think you understand. It's the, it is impossible to overstate how good that traversal is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you if you haven't played it, you know, if you don't own a system or whatever, go to a friend's house, play it. <clears throat> It's it's that good, yeah. It's it make it the the getting from point A to point B is what makes that game worth talking about in some ways. Like this, in a game with a great story and fine combat and pretty good visuals and stuff, the fact the best part of that game is the gameplay. I think makes it a video game, ass video. Game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I can I can yeah. be convinced of that one now. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about these all more in depth, and kind of we'll, we'll fight them off each other once we narrow down the list. Some. Um. Soul Calibur Six. Yeah, fighting games. I mean, that's that's almost sort of a, I don't know. A- every fighting game is kind of. I think it's here for the character. Creation. Oh yeah, the fact that you can make a giant bubble and cheat. I, <laughs> yeah, I. I <laughs> it may have disqualifies this, but like, I, I think on the character creator alone for that game, like it's you can do some video game ass shit, like. Beth, like a week after that game, up me and Alex were passing back videos where it's like, "Yo, it's Vol, it's a Magikarp Valdo." Yeah, yeah. There are some crazy shit people have made with that. Mm. So I think, yeah, the character. I mean, fighting games are fighting games, sure, but the character creation yeah. in that alone is. I think it's a good fighting game. On top it of is. that, too, like it's it is mm-hmm. it is one of the better Soul Calibur games, definitely. And Soul Calibur, it's good, is good, and like, like the story, the story modes for that game, the two of them are the most. Video game ass pieces of shit ever. Yeah. 
they are just beautiful like clusterfuck nightmares and like <laughs> yo here's the story and you're like why would you do this <laughs> you're just pointing out how dumb your lore yep. is and and yeah. how my favorite character i guess is never really coming back except maybe as dlc sophie who's your sophie favorite character Tia. that's the character i always she's in i played she's in there. She, she's in she's in six yeah uh pretty sure She's the gladiator lady, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but they've had—I mean, they haven't had her. They've had like her daughter or her granddaughter or or her. No, niece. it's it's Sophia. Okay, all right, all right. So I I take that. Uh, her sister's coming back as DLC Cassandra, the evil of the two sisters, yeah. who was like into with some weird shit. Okay, all right. So I think I may have be thinking of five, but in any case, Sophia is. Oh, yeah, five had her like twin kids, and one of them had her fighting style. Yeah. And one of them was Cassandra, and they both like that one sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah. any any Soul Caliber with Sophia gets a thumbs up from me. Yep. <laughs> yep. She's in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, the Quiet Man. Uh, yeah. Mm, no, no. 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 <laughs> I just like bring it up whenever I can because I played that horse shit. I went back and played the story mode version wow. of it. Not better. <laughs> Not better. It's it's a video game as video game with FMV, but beyond that, no. Yeah. Uh Destiny 2 Forsaken. Hmm. Uh, uh, I mean uh, uh I don't disagree with you on this one, but I have to throw in the it is a Forsaken is the story of you in internet a, a Basically, a space Viking tracking down six demons that killed your friend to commit murder on them, and you're doing it in a space junkyard, and then you chase their leader to the Lord of the Rings elven lands, where you murder him there, but no, he was possessed by a dragon. Hmm. It, it it sounds like either a video game ass video game or it sounds like a B movie. I don't think <laughs> either of those assessments. <laughs> what if I told you there was a point where you engage in a motorcycle battle <laughs> in the space junkyard on hoverbikes? <laughs> okay, that <laughs> Alright. Uh And one of the demons you fight is the Joker that hides a bunch of bombs in what look like generic pickups for the game that are all look like they're exotic weapon drops, so you run over them and find yourself with a sticky bomb stuck to you. Whoa, that's that's actually pretty cool. That's yeah. Yeah, that's... I, there's some shit in Forsaken. But uh, I don't know. I, I I don't disagree. Let's not cut it yet. I think it gets cut the next round. Yeah. But I, I had to bring up the like the video game assness that is for Destiny Forsaken. Yeah. Mm. It's got some stuff when you say the stuff that happens in it out loud. Yeah. Uh, Lethal League Blade. Yeah, I've... See, this came on my radar, and I mean, I talked about it because I played it at the convention. Yeah, yeah that's... This is definitely the type of game that's like... That's pretty much... Pretty much only capable of a video game. It has the strangest mechanic I've ever played in any game. Any fighting game, definitely. But in the games in general. Well, I think it's one of those things where it's also like... It's like explain what Lethal League Blaze is. It's murder handle. Yep. yep. Yeah, like it's the that 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 concept makes no sense until you play it. It's something you can only understand when you play it, and then it's got a cool aesthetic. Like it's 
only game I know of where like a punk ass alligator can square off against like a scarecrow man in a game of murder dodgeball. It's also kind of basketball. (laughs) Basketball, if you will. And and you're doing this to fight the man, yo. (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah, that's uh, that that gets a vote from me. Definitely. Yeah, I I it gets a vote from me too, I think. Um mm-hmm. Heavy Burger again. Mm. Uh, it's it's Nidhog with guns and crazy arcade at cabinet stuff going on. The meta of it. I think the meta-ness of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's as video game ass as some other things on this list, but I think it's it it's worth recognizing it's like it's literally a video game ass video game meaning each stage is a different video game homage. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, I... some might say it's what player Ready Player One should have. Mm. Ooh, yeah, terrible movie. Fight me. Yeah. <laughs> no fight here. <laughs> no one here's gonna fight you on that one. I <laughs> probably not. I, I'm gonna cross this one off. I, I don't think it's as strong as some of the other ones we've already covered on here. It's just worth acknowledging against video game assness because it's mm-hmm. pretty fucking video game. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Okay, I threw this one on here just because of the fact that it literally just pulls characters from every other video game to make one other video game. And <laughs> I would also that... <laughs> sorry, go ahead. I-, I would also add in that as much as I hate Spirit Mode, what they're doing as homages to other games in Spirit Mode is pretty fucking video game. Like, also Classic Mode, where like it's the the Bowser Classic Mode is you just beating the shit out of every character that's red ending you in fighting Mario kind of thing. They're doing some beautiful video game shit in that game. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's just, it's it's just so like, it, it literally just, I think that for me alone, the, the idea that I just, the most video game has video game is that it just pulls from every other game that's out there and brings yeah, it in. I, and even now with the newest DLC where they announced Joker, where they literally are pulling in new franchise we didn't expect to see before. I, I yeah. think it's it, it definitely fits on this list just because it's just yeah yeah and I, I think it I think it hangs loose the time being like it's the it's so video game ass it's inspiring rumors about video games that it's not related to at all like the inclusion of Joker in Smash has made people assume a version of Persona Five is coming to the Switch yeah and also I remember the reveal of Isabel was like everybody expecting you know Animal Crossing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's leave it on for now. We'll narrow down the list in a second. Into the Breach. Anyone else play this? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't get a chance to play that. I mean, strategy RPGs, they're they are kind of my thing. Tactical RPGs are my thing. I, And it's good, and it's, but it's concept, the concept for it is extraordinary. It's so clever. It's just, and, and depressing. I mean, all right, so... For those it's, of you... It's a roguelike that's advanced wars with mechs. Yeah. Mm. But the big thing about it is, what happens is, eventually, the every land that you're in, or every kind of reality you're in, will will eventually get overrun. Like, you're you're kind of fighting a losing yeah. battle, and you eventually you just have to cut and run and let that let that reality get trashed and move on to another one. It's, it's dark, but it's very good. And I think there's something to be said for the fact that, like, that game is, like, time travel the joke. Like, you are sending your mech striker teams to the past to beat the alien menace however you can, and 
like some weird shit's gonna go down as a part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 really yeah. It's 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 yeah. Definitely. I mean, the mechanic and the idea of the game. It's it's. I I think it's arguably a, a video game as video game. Yeah, it's it's mechanics and yeah. it's just the whole premise of it is. Yeah, it's hard to describe. It's so video game ass. Like it's the there's. I don't think either me and Henry can accurately portray what that game is. Well, that's just saying, just go fucking play it. Like it's you'll get it when you play it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Persona Three and Five: Dancing in the Moonlight in the Starlight. Yeah, God, oh, come on! It's a spinoff of an RPG that is rhythm dancing games. So, I. Don't disagree with that. I, <laughs> I think it's I think it's I, amazing. I mean, if you haven't played it, I, I think it's worth a play just for the whole. As a Persona fan, I have played them. As a Persona fan who does not like rhythm games, I'm not sure I've enjoyed playing <laughs> them. But I, it's they are fun. I'm gonna be a little controversial and say I'm not sure they go far enough wow <laughs> yeah but yeah that's that's <laughs> something yeah this is definitely that is i for me that's almost the definition of video game as video game if it came with a dance mat Ooh. i'd be like yeah fucking yes it's the most video game ass video game Ooh. It, but it's just a controller based rhythm game which uh, again like it's really weird seeing persona games recontextualize as essentially step it up or like yeah that's that's the dance movie right yeah i think i yeah i <laughs> if there wasn't already one of these and if it or like this wasn't two of them in the same year i'd be with you on this one but like it's also not the best rhythm game i've played either yeah but it's more that this is something I... that you would only find in video games this doesn't work anyway else yeah, I, and it did. Uh, the 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 Persona Five one did bring us some um, sexy gender reverse commandant Joker. <laughs> so that's pretty fucking video yeah. game. Don't know why that's in there. But it's like okay, yeah, maybe this will be in the expansion version. Why not? Why not? Um. Uh, okay, so let's recap the list quickly. It's Hitman Two, Warhammer Two, Ver- Warhammer Vermintide Two, Spider Man, Soul Calibur Six. Destiny 2 Forsaken, Lethal League Blaze, Smash Bros. Ultimate Into the Breach, and Persona uh, Persona 3 and 4 dance games. 3 and 5 dance games because their titles are long. Um, I think it's safe to drop Vermintide at this point. I agree. Yeah. Uh, as, as video game ass as that character creator is, I think Soul Calibur 6 doesn't quite hang out with some of the other ones on mm. here. Yeah, not at the level that another entry on here uh, definitely would, so I would definitely cut them out. As bizarre as Destiny 2 Forsaken is, I think we can drop that. I, As someone who should be, like, fighting for this game, even I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> but that, that is kind of telling, I think. So that leaves us with Lethal League Blaze, Smash Ultimate Into the Breach, Persona 3 and 5 Dancing, Hitman 2, and Spider-Man. Um, I don't think we can do this list without Into the Breach. Yeah. I'm not sure that's the first one, but like the fact that we can't explain that game effectively without being like just go fucking play it, I think means it's a pretty video game ass video. I agree. Game. 
I can give you that. I can give you that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess in my mind, the list is almost into the breach, Lethal League, and maybe uh, Smash Ultimate at that point. Like, it pains me to say I think those games are more video game ass than Hitman 2, but Hitman 2 is just the things, everything I love about Hitman 1 made better. And it's weird because I, 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 I think Lethal League is more video game than Spider Man because half the combat in Spider-Man is bad. Like, it really comes down to how awesome that web-swinging is. Yeah. The rest of the game I have issue with. And, like, Lethal League, I like top to bottom. Same with Into the Breach. And, like, I don't like Smash all that much, but the video game-ass stuff they're doing is fucking video game-ass. It is. Like, okay, if I had to choose my list, Hitman 2 would definitely be on that list. I would say Hitman 2, Smash Brothers, and Into the Breach. Uh, Lethal League is cool and all, don't get me wrong, but I think all these other ones just bring so much more. Spider-Man, yeah, I mean, the web-swinging and all that stuff is, is really, really good, but again, like, this is one of those things that's, like, kind of already a movie as well, so... Yeah. Meh. Not too... Yeah. Not too hooked on it. Don't get me wrong, it doesn't take away from the fact that it does good things, it's just... I don't think it... Uh, it, it I don't think it, it falls into, like, completely video game-ass video game. As no, much it's as actually kind of, to your point, the thing everyone says about Spider-Man is, yo, they got that Spider-Man 2, which is a movie video game, web-swinging in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Let's cross that one off. I'd so, I, I'm sorry, Henry, I don't think you'll be able to get me and Alex on your side for the Persona Dancing games. You're not wrong. They are exceedingly video game-ass video games. But I'm not sure they go far enough. It's, it's a di- it's a dancing like, side story to an RPG. So, but yes, but they're up against the game where I can murder someone dressed as a vampire with a fish. A game where I murder people playing dodgeball. A game where I can have a uh, solid snake fight a Pokemon, or a game where I'm sending Mecha back through time to save a city in a turn-based strategy game that involves, like, gut checks? Yeah. Okay, okay, I, I, alright, I'll, and, yeah, since the first one kind of came out a few years ago, I, I can give you that. Don't get me wrong, like, if they made, like, a Dancing with the Stars version of Persona games, I'd be like, I hate this, but I'm gonna fucking <laughs> watch this shit. <laughs> yeah. Alright, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you cross that one off. Yeah. It's definitely a video game ass video game. I don't think it's like this is a year of exceedingly video game ass video games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I so I guess at okay. this point here we've got four left. We've got Hitman, we've got Lethal League Blaze, Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Into the Breach. In my mind, it's almost Lethal League versus Hitman for the number three slot. They're both kind of sequels. Yeah, but, it's... but Smash. Well, I mean, technically, Smash Brothers is also a sequel. yes. Yeah, but like what Smash is doing is so different than the other Smash games. Like it's, it pains me to say it. The level of homage in that game is, it's its own kind of weird little museum, which is really cool and is really unique to a video game. Like it's the, it's what makes that game in some ways for someone who does not care about competitive Smash. Like the level of love given to other games in that game. Mm-hmm. And I can fight a Pokemon playing. Yeah. Yeah, basically, you can recreate the fan fiction of like having all your childhood video game heroes fight each other. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you can settle it for lack of a better phrase. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Uh, okay, so I think in my mind it's Into the Breach, 
Lethal League Blaze, Smash Brothers Ultimate for the list. I agree. Uh, I, I, you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll have to be the odd one out here and say I'd prefer Hitman over Lethal League, but okay, I've, like the other two, I'm good with, but I would prefer Hitman two over Lethal League, and, and I love Lethal League. Like I have the first one; it's a great fucking game, but I feel like Hitman two really encompasses that. Like, yeah, no, that's the kind of shit you don't even really see in a video game. No, and you're, you're you're not wrong. Like I guess I've been avoiding spoilers some. Like there's a level in the, the final level of Hitman two. You go to an island with a like glass sex palace built on top of a medieval <laughs> castle for an Illuminati meeting on a mission to extract like the lead, sympathetic leader of the Illuminati and kill two people that are blackmailing him. And like it's it is simultaneously eyes wide shut, a cult. A spy thriller and a murder thing at that point. Like, I, it's there's a level in that game where you go to the suburbs to murder like local low level politicians because they need hitmanning too. And like, you can distract people by doing that stupid rake gag. They walk into it and smack themselves <laughs> in the face. Like, hell, I shot a local mayor in that game from a child's treehouse <laughs> with a sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. A high-powered sniper rifle. Yeah, that's yeah, mm, yeah. It's a, it's a tough call here. What about the time I used the arms dealer's robot to murder him as part of a weapons <laughs> demo? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, you're just convincing me for Hitman more over Lethal League. Yeah, I, <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud, I, I fucking love Lethal League Blaze, but like, I definitely choked a dude to death dressed as a flamingo in Hitman okay. too. All right, yeah, I think I think we'll give it to Hitman too. We'll give that our third spot. Lethal right. League getting the yep. Lethal League Blaze getting the honorable yes. mention. Yeah, absolute honorable right. mention. So our list is into the breach for our first for number one video game as video game of the year. Smash Brothers Ultimate for our second slot. Hitman two for our third slot. And our honorable mention being Lethal League Blaze. Again, these are all fantastically video game as video games, but we narrow it down to a top three for the sake of conciseness. Um, next up, uh, my personal favorite category. A category we at this channel feel very strongly about. You know it. We love it. Worst slash most disappointing game of the year. And before we begin, we merge these two together because a game can be really bad, but not a bad video game. And that's the most disappointing thing. And occasionally a game can be so disappointing it is worse for us collectively than a game that's just bad and vice versa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And this is definitely a year of more disappointment than bad, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, our contenders are Sea of Thieves, Red Dead Redemption 2, Metal Gear Survive, Far Cry 5, Darksiders 3, Guacamelee 2, The Quiet Man <laughs> again, <laughs> Fallout 76, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Tomb Raider, Earth Defense Force 5, World of Warcraft, Battle for Azeroth, We Happy Few, and Detroit Become Human. Hmm. We got some pretty good contenders here, good. I have to say. Yeah. I. So let's, let's again, like, let's go through the list. Um, let's start with Sea of Thieves. I, I think this one's a strong contender, but also a kind of weak contender because I looked at this game and said, I don't think this is going to be a good game. When it came out, I was right. Yeah, like, it's a very. You were hyped about a, this game for a while too. Like I never, no, I wasn't really. Like it's the I, I, 
every time I looked at it, the time I played it two years ago at E3, my reaction was, oh, people are gonna be disappointed with this shit. Like, it's the, it looks really cool, and the game is visually stunning, but, like, they've added a bunch of DLC to it, but it's still kind of a semi-barren game. Like, they have not addressed the big issue with that game, which is combat is bad, as is progression, and, like, yeah, if you have a full crew of four friends playing with you, it's a lot of fun. Solo, it's... Eh. Mm -hmm. And I, I think kind of the disappointment from this, like, I, I don't think any any of us three are disappointed of this. It's more the, like, general public opinion was, like, oh, this game's gonna be the shit. Oh, this is all the game is. Huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is really the most of the criticism is Lack of content, lack of game mechanics, just lack of game. Just just lacking game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on to the next one, because I think that kind of covers it all there. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Hmm. I don't think it should be on this list. I think it's really well done. Even with all the weird, like, some of the weird glitches that they have. and I think it's really well done as someone who fucking loved Red Dead Redemption 1. The fact that I'm busy forcing myself to finish it because the game is just like okay we're not going to spoil this at this point there the the fucking fifth chapter of that game is hot garbage mm. Mm -hmm. you go to an island it is a terrible like hour part of the game that made me go fuck this shit and take a, like do a hard 180 and what i thought of that wow. game like the, the game has the game always had some problems, like it's got like it's got some very deliberate choices, and then you go to the island of Grano, I think is how you pronounce it, and it's this jarring, half-baked, like the argument for it is like, yeah, it's the like it's the point where your character realizes, like, hey, this whole idea Dutch has been spewing to you of like if we just get to Tahiti, we'll be fine. Like, you're on a Cuban island and it fucking sucks and life is terrible and like Nah, you're never getting there. But also, as a player, I'm playing it going like, man, I just wish we didn't go here, period. That's two hours of my life. I am never getting back, and I'm annoyed now. Well, I, I can get that, but, you know, as you know, as kind of deeply disappointing as that was, I think, I mean, this does not compare to a lot of the rest on the list. I mean, it's... It's got too many high points and plays too well because there's some there's some real stinkers on this list, and this oh, is I don't think it plays well. Maybe I put the song should be mad at it one last time. Like it's the I, I think again I could see people talk about the design parts of this game as being impressive. I think the gameplay parts of this game are hot garbage. Like the controls are bad. Like it's the it is way too easy to accidentally do something in that game. Like. Everyone has a story of accidentally shooting oh. someone or punching their horse. Or I boat. did that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I played it at a friend's house. Oh, yeah. That happened to me at least twice where I just, oh, yeah. Oops. I, I was going to help you out, but I guess that's not happening. Sorry. I'm like 50 <laughs> hours into that game. I'm still occasionally doing that. Like, it's the, I, I think the controls for that game are genuinely bad. Like, it's the, it's got passable rock star shooting for combat, but like, so many buttons are doing so much extra duty. It's a yeah, I agreed. I think it's definitely yeah. That's I mean, it's very least I think it's worth talking about, but I'm not sure. Ah, all right. No, I, I I will agree with you on that one. I think there's other stuff on this list that is worse. I I just wanted to kind of gripe about it one last. No, time. I think it I think it's worth have yeah definitely worth you know talking about you know what's 
you know, discussing what may be questionable or objectively bad about the game, yeah. so. Yeah. I am not crass that one off, though. I, I I do think you're right. There are things that are worse on this list and more disappointing. Mm. Like our mm. next one, Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. I, I'm going to say right off the bat, I think Metal Gear Survive does not make it to the top three just because, again, like, I, I, I looked at this game and I'm like, that game's going to be bad. And it yeah. was. So but I never talked about it on the podcast, I don't think. It was like, oh yeah, this is I have nothing to say the internet's already saying about this game. It it's sucks. hot garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it should be somewhere in the top three, we'll get into it, but I think it's just because it comes from a dynasty of games, if you will, and this is But just it really doesn't. Like thinking. um Kojima's not on it, like it's an obvious cash grab, like it's the maybe it could be cool, but like I think there's a certain aspect of, like, it's a bad game, don't get me wrong. It's not as bad as, oh, say, The Quiet mm. Man, which is the only... See, no one was disappointed by this game, because Kojima's gone, the trailer's for you going, huh, that looks terrible. Konami and, has given away all yeah. semblance of being a decent video game studio. Yeah. Yeah, like, if it was... If, like, this was, like, from the mind of Kojima, Metal Gear Survive, and then we got this game... That would be Ooh. a contender, but no, it's like from a company that now makes pachinko machines. Mm. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm referencing the fact that it comes from the Metal Gear franchise, but I know for for sure that it's not a Kojima special. He's yeah, too busy I, I, mind fucking people with trailers for the next couple years. So. Yeah, and I, yes, this this was all done after he got ousted and stuff. Like it's yeah. the, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cross that one off, though, because it's bad. It's not bad enough to rival mm, some of this other yeah. shit. Um, Far Cry 5! I did not play that game. You'll have to tell me about it. I I didn't hear too Far many Cry... bad things about it, personally. Far Cry 5 is the Far Cry game that made me stop playing Far Cry mm. games. Uh, it's, it is the Far Cry game that is... Until someone like tells me, yo, they're good again, and it's not like just another Far Cry game, I will not play another Far Cry game, I don't think. I it's that that game is offensively bland mm. and it shouldn't be. And it's a it is given what that game is doing, it is offensively cowardly. Mm -hmm. Like I it's it sounds like they had such a good setup for it. I mean that's yeah, I definitely see that. It had a great setup. I mean, I you know you saw the, you know the promos, the commercials, and yeah, the plot setup, the setting. Well, so, it seemed like it had so much promise, and yeah, I've heard mid middling reviews of it. That's what you're getting at. Like it's the you are setting a video game set in Montana by a kind of crazy militia cult thing in fucking 2018 in the U.S. kind of thing. Yeah, it's the. Maybe that statement doesn't matter to our international listeners, but like as someone who lives in the U.S. and has family in Montana, the idea of like a game that's go uh, that, that like might go there, given our bizarre socioeconomic times, and just like gets out there and says, "No, nah, we're not commenting on anything," and then makes a game that successfully comments on nothing and is full of all the like weird like over-the-top Far Cry bullshit that made me dislike 4 mm. and, like, was acceptable but only barely in 3, and but it's also, like, it does very little with its setting of Montana 
and then you've got this cult that's just kind of unmemorable, and you're like, okay, yeah, whatever. And they're unambiguously evil, so you're not questioning some shit, but also, like, they're trying to play it off as, like, oh, maybe we're not the bad guys. Like, yes, you're the bad guys. You're obviously the bad guys. But what if we were? Yeah, yeah that's not nuance. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's... And it's just another Far Cry game. Like, it's the... They've been remaking Far Cry 3 since Far Cry 3 came out, and, like, they kept, like, Far Cry 4 was like Far Cry 3.5. It was cool. They had some stuff. This is Far Cry 3.5 again, set in Montana, but with like the Far Cry survival map kind of and less crafting. And there's some cool stuff in Far Cry 5, but like it's overshadowed by just like, eh. Yeah. Like it's a game where you can have a sidekick that's a bear named Cheeseburger. That should be cool. And that should that be cool. That should be cool as shit, yeah. But it's not. It's just, like, another lame, like, in the game is, like, weirdly raw, raw America and, like, that uncomfortable, mm. like, 80s, 90s thing where it's like, ah, oh, it's fucking evil Knievel. And I'm like, okay, forget it's not saying anything. You're doing a real shitty job at not saying something. Yep. But you're saying it badly, which makes it worse. And you're being like, oh, maybe we are saying something. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I... Okay. I say we leave yes. it on there. I don't think it's as strong as other games on this list. I, I think it's as someone who really used to love the Far Cry franchise, that one like hurt me in the way that Battle for Azeroth hurt Azeroth <sighs> this year. Where just me sitting there being like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Like, I got things I could be doing, like anything else. Fuck. All right. Uh, next up, Dark Siders three. I. Literally, since I put this on the list, they've released, quote, Darksiders Classic Control Mode, which I think will fix my issues with that game, so fuck it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's less good than 1 and 2, but 1 and 2 are so good, that's it's it's kind of not yeah. fair to compare it to those two, because it's still a good, I think it's still a good yeah, game. No, it, and, with the, and with the better yeah, controls. It, mm, mm. Yep, you're, you're absolutely right, I think. My disappointment is it's not it's not like it's the it's recapping too much of Darksiders yes. one and two. And it's not new Darksiders enough. Where I'm like, no, it's that's not a fair thing. It's to say what I wanted. Uh, Guacamelee two. I I have not played the second one. I played the first one. Yeah, the first one's super good. But go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I think Guacamelee two controls worse than Guacamelee one. Hmm. Like hmm. I I like Guacamelee one a lot. I found Guacamelee 2 kind of sluggish and I, I don't know like it, it's a fine game as someone who was like super hyped for it then it came out and it was like a huh okay okay so I guess my question for here would be if the controllers were slightly adjusted would the game be a lot better or is there no salvaging so. the game at all oh no you could you could totally fix this that's the disappointment I guess like it's the I, I think it's a worse game than its predecessor which is a disappointment but it's still not a bad yeah. game okay, okay. that's Hmm. Yeah, I would probably take it off the list then if it's just that. Yeah, if it's a I, minor complaint there. Like I could see, uh, I could see it especially compared to one. But yeah. Uh. Oh no! I, again, like some of the stuff on this list is here, so we can complain yeah. about it again. Yeah. <laughs> like the quiet man. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the rare mix of this game is so bad. When I heard about how bad it was, I had to play it. So. It very well might be the worst game. It, it, 
it is the worst game I played this year. But I went in knowing it was the worst game I was going to play, and still was surprised by how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. But I think that one might need to stay on the list here. Yeah, I, it's. Oh no! Like it's just, it. Th- that game is both the worst game I think of 2018 from a like. Yeah, it's actually still a video game, but like, man, does it suck! But it's so bad. You're like, oh, it can't possibly be that bad. Then you play it, and you're like, wow. No, yeah, it is. <laughs> This is a bad game. What were your expectations for it to be bad? Were you disappointed? Yeah, it's that bad. I didn't think it could possibly be that bad a game. <laughs> yeah, when you're lowered expectations and it managed to go under that bar, yeah. Uh, I, again, like if we do Extra Life again, we're playing that game in like the 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. slot because like, yeah. If you're watching, we're going to drive you off with that <laughs> shit. Next up, Fallout 76. Yeah, we've been dunking on this pretty hard, and it deserves to be dunked on. Yep. It's an easy one for this list. Yeah, yeah. that easily stays on the list for review. I, it's just I, a shit I'm not going to lie. I, I have a hard time envisioning a year of 2018 without the quiet man in Fallout 76 on that list. I, it's like I, And I don't think Fallout 76 is even the worst game on this list oh, in no. some ways. I think it's the... It, there is no game more disappointing. Yeah, I mean, especially since the rest of the Fallout series is pretty... I mean, alright, so Fallout 4 was disappointing for me. We can fight about that, yeah. It's varying degrees of disappointment depending yeah, on who you are. But, yeah, 76 mm-hmm. deserves to be dunked on hard. It's bad in every way. Yeah, it's... And I think it hangs the hardest on this list in some ways because... Like, the number of people I know that, like, refuse to see reason mm. on that game, or were like, no, it can't be bad, it's from Bethesda, and then it came out, and they were like, no, obviously something's wrong, they'll fix it, and we're, what, like, two months into that game now, and still it's like, yeah, this game's yep. bad. And then on top of that, you have, like, it's the, this shouldn't factor in, but kind of, like, the way it's been handled in PR, and, like, that fucking nuke version, whatever it's called, like the power armor version with the bag and stuff. Like, it's the, these shouldn't be factors, but they speak to the overall, like, the fans are trying to find things to grab onto with this game, and they're just not finding anything. Mm. Yeah. I, All right. Yeah, I, that, that thing definitely hangs, I think. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Hmm. I, I didn't expect that to be on here, but... Let's let's yeah, hear Yeah, I don't think so either. Let's hear you out though. I want to hear you. Spirit mode's mm, real bad. Yeah. Playing spirit mode is physically <laughs> painful. Yeah. At least it was for me. I uh, it's I also think like that game makes me very aware of how bad the Switch's controls are and also how bad the pro controller is. Like it's it's real weird that I thought about fucking buying a GameCube controller to play this game after playing it for like an hour and a half. And I don't think it's a strong contenders of the stuff on this list, as I've said on a couple of these things, but like it's, I'm not a hardcore Smash fan, but I think this game did hardcore Smash fans a little bit dirty. Like the unlocking system is kind of appalling. The online for it is not great. Like this game should be better and it's not. And, like, Spirit Mode is both a beautiful homage to 
video games as a whole and kind of shit to play through simultaneously. Mm. So, but I don't think it's so bad to deserve a place yeah. on the list. But definitely worth worth talking oh, about I, its low points. Yeah, I yeah, yes, I, I again like this is on here again, so I can kick it one last time before I shut. The- <laughs> 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 yeah. Fair enough, yeah. Charlie. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I. I think I, spirit mode could have been something real cool, and it's not. And I, yeah, like the highs of this game are real good. I think the lows of this game aren't being covered as as low as they actually are. Mm. Which. Yeah. Yeah. I. Tomb Raider. Hmm. Uh, I mean, they, we all forgot that yeah, came out. This That's year. how forgettable the game it's was. A few ga- Sorry. Yeah, it's one of those games that did definitely come out. Like, um, and as it does not hang, but as someone who thought that last Tomb Raider game was fucking amazing, it is disappointing. I forgot this game came out yeah. this year. Mm. Mm. I haven't played it. It's only on here because none of us remember it came yeah. out. This year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Earth Defense Force 5 is just not as good as Earth Defense Force 4. It's, it, I think it's a low point for the franchise. It feels like it rehashes a bunch of stuff and forgets what makes that franchise fun. It's definitely not as bad as the next one on this list, so I'm just going to take it off yep. now. Uh, this little indie game that made our list called um, World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth. Uh, I heard it's fine. Yeah, I heard it's wonderful. Yeah, it, the best expansion for World of Warcraft since um, Mr. Mm-hmm. Pandaria. You guys are out. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvanas is in the right. Everything is fine. The community is wrong. It's definitely not emblematic of things going on at Blizzard or anything like that. I. Why is this on this list, Alex? Because it is the worst, most disappointing game of the year ever. Of all time. Forever. <laughs> and I still play it because I'm a goddamn whore. Mm. Okay, so like, Let's unpack this one a little bit. We've had our fun making fun of you. Like, so spell <laughs> yeah. this one out. It is okay. It is clearer so, ways you can. So this game is riding off a hive legion, which people have said it's probably one of the best expansions that has been out for you know for a while up there. I think personally with like Wrath of the Lich mm. King, which was a phenomenal fucking expansion mm. uh, for a while. Agreed. Uh, so you're riding off a hive. You've got a couple systems that definitely can be tweaked, but this. The core of it looks solid, mm. and they strip all that away. So they take away a lot of stuff that really made the, the classes really stand out. They remove tier sets, which used to make you kind of modify the way you played your character and would make things stronger. Um, and they just gut, and there's so many bugs and just other weird issues. That's like weird-ass oversight that's been ongoing since this game has been out. Like, oh, yeah, we kind of accidentally forgot to do this. My bad. Or, hey, we kind of forgot to disable this, and this happened. Oh, there was a secret to unlock this, and we didn't tell anybody. But, yeah, people figured out how to do it, but we're banning them because they exploded a bug to get it. Like, it's just... The the hits keep on coming with this expansion so far. And I feel like this was just one of the turning points for this company this year. But... Battle for Azeroth has been completely disregarded. There are so many videos on YouTube about people quitting uh, because of, you know, what's going on with it. Um, and I think it's hit a low way faster than the worst expansion that they've had, Warlords of Draenor, mm. has in record fucking time. 
Well, so I compared to Warlords, do you think this is worse than Warlords? Absolutely. Okay, so it is the low point. I think it's the lowest point, to be honest, when it came okay. when it comes to the expansion for this. Absolutely. No, and so and I guess kind of like it's the I don't play WoW the way you do anymore, but like hearing people that have been hardcore WoW players talk about like, yeah, I stopped playing WoW. Oh, like for a time no, I unsubscribe because of this expansion, I think is an unbelievably telling thing. Well, so this is not me nitpicking. Is this that it's bad or that's disappointing? Or is it both? It's bad. Um, disappointing? I don't know if I would throw in there disappointing. I mean, we're all disappointed, yes. But I think it's bad in terms of they had something... It's more bad than disappointing, though. Yeah. There's just a lot right. of weird things that they they had right in this previous expansion that they completely removed. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty damn disappointing, though, too. Like, that's what I'm getting at. Like, it's not... Like, it, like some of our other strong contenders on this list, it's not one or the other. It's both, like, no, it's bad, like undefendably bad, but also it's coming off of a high point or something. And it's like, no, nah, it's, it, it's not just bad, it's that it was good previously. Mm-hmm. Next up, We Happy Few. I I don't think it's strong enough to hang on the rest of this list. I, it's, it's a disappointing game for sure, but I also think that it was never going to be good. It, it just wishes mm-hmm. it was Bioshock and it doesn't reach it. No, absolutely, and I think on top of that, it's... I, I played the early access version of that game, was like, huh, this isn't a great game, people are going to be disappointed. I think they rejiggered to put it more in line with the Bioshock expectations for that game were, and I think it's a bad game. Like I think a lot of people got excited for it, and that's disappointing, but like it's there is no pedigree for that game to be good, except for people going like, man, that trailer was amazing, and it's going to be like Bioshock. Mm-hmm. I thought that game looked really, really, really good, and then, yeah. I don't know, like, it, it, hell, I didn't even know the fact that it came out this year. The only yeah, reason I, I added it on there is because I'm like, well, wasn't this game, technically this game should have been out last mm-hmm. year, and, yeah. yeah, it actually officially released live, or, like, I guess, release, retail release this year, and there was yeah. barely a fucking Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you are not wrong in your reaction on that one. I just don't think it's as strong as other ones we have, like, in contenders yep. right now. Mm-hmm. It, it's bad, don't get me wrong, but it's not. I, I think our final listing is a worse game than We Happy Few. By a long shot, Detroit becomes... And I, I have a lot I, to say about this. All right. Yeah, all go, right, so, go for it. <laughs> all right, so for those that don't know, my master's degree is actually artificial intelligence. That is my specialty. That's my given specialty. And so when I when a game comes out and talks about artificial intelligence, I I have you know big expectations. I mean, according to a lot of interviews, he actually did talk with AI specialists in the field, and I feel like he possibly ignored everybody because I think David Cage is way way overrated as a director. Yeah, he did have heavy rain, but I yeah. think he's way overrated. The whole thing comes across as the most ham-fisted non- misunderstanding of everything artificial intelligence is and what's about and what AI and ethics is about. It's yeah, it's, it's absolutely disappointing. It's just, the plot was just so just lacking any real nuance and it had so much there. I mean, it had great voice acting. Like you said, the visuals are extremely striking. It's just, he ruins it by actually writing. 
his writing ruins the game. It just ruins it. Mm. And as an AI guy, it just... I'm so sick of, like, dumb fear-mongering about AI. I'm, I'm looking at you, Elon Musk. You don't know what you're talking about, dude. Fight me. <laughs> uh, that there's so much misunderstanding about what AI, what AI and ethics is, and what it's all about. It's... It's depressing to see yet another movie, uh, another media that does this. The only media I've ever seen that treats AI well, Bicentennial Man. Watch that movie. That is what AI and ethics is about. That's what Detroit Become Human wanted to be, and it so wasn't. But yeah, that's that's kind of, I mean, I mean, the game plays. I mean, it's it's a kind of, it's not an action game. So, I mean, it it's, I can't really talk too much about the mechanics being bad because they're about what you'd expect from a game like that. But yeah, I... I think the best joke that's kind of really telling about that game I've actually heard to date is someone basically said, like, it's the, it is, that game is, David Cage is now aware racism exists, and he made a video game about it. And it's not good. The way David Cage, it's not good, like, it doesn't fix anything, it's nothing to say, it's just like, oh, racism! And you're like, yeah, and everyone's like, oh, that, that's all we got to yeah. do racism and it's yeah so that that that's it for is, me that's a personal personal yeah uh disappointing yeah no I, I i think kind of the one argument i got against keeping on this list is it's a david cage game i expected this yeah and i was not yeah, wrong I, I, he's overrated like in some ways, I was surprised it was handled as well as mm. it was. And like again, like the game visually is beautiful. It runs pretty well. Like the the one of the three story arcs is a genuinely kind of cool story arc. It's just mired amongst this other thing. And like there there are some okay moments in that game. There are some abhorrently bad moments in that game too. But like there there are some fun moments in that game. You're like, oh, this doesn't totally suck. Yeah, and. Yeah. All right. So, so we, we got to crown a winner in this category. So let's go back to the list of survivors. We have CF3, CFBs, Far Cry 5, The Quiet Man, Fallout 76, uh, Battle for Azeroth, and Detroit Become Human. I don't think Far Cry 5 or Sea of Thieves holds up no. against three unbelievably strong contenders in yeah. this category. Yeah, Sea of Thieves, while not enough, it still played fine. Yeah, it. it, it I, I would argue that game is exactly what I thought it was going to be, and again, other people were disappointed, but I don't think it hit this group of people, meaning us three, as hard as some of the other games on yeah. this list. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think my vote definitely goes towards Fallout 76 being the worst. Oh. I yeah, I I'm inclined to agree on that one. I think so. Yeah, so I I think our it. list is some version of the Quiet Man, Fallout seventy six, and Battle for Azeroth. I think I put Battle for Azeroth just above Fallout seventy six by just a hair margin because of how it hurt Alex. I I would agree with you. There is a personal stakes in Battle mm -hmm. for Azeroth. Fallout seventy six doesn't quite have, but like it's they've both been just comparatively, The Quiet Man is fine compared to either one of those. Yeah. yeah. The Quiet Man should be... Like, this was this category. The Quiet Man should win here. Battle for Azeroth and Fallout 76 are still looking at it going like, nah, hold yeah. my beer. 
Yeah, and there's and those companies are still competing for the shittiest PR mm-hmm. of this yeah. year. Like even down to the wire. <laughs> I know we don't have news this week, but God, I can't wait to talk about it next week. Yeah, because they I, they're still doing really dumb shit. And kudos to them for fighting it out to the end of the year to decide who's the shittiest company. Yeah. So I correct me if I'm wrong. I believe our list for this then is. World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth is our most slash worst disappointing game of 2018, followed very closely by Fallout 76 in second place, and the quiet man that in any other year would probably win this category in third somehow, and there's no honorable mentions in this category, because it's not an honor to be here. Nope. Yep. 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 And last, but certainly not least, we have Game of the Year. Our nominations are God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2, Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden, Hitman 2, Monster Hunter World, Dead Cells, Spider-Man, Frostpunk, The Quiet Man, and Into the Bridge. <laughs> I'm just gonna take The Quiet Man off. That, yeah. that joke was worth it. <laughs> so you play this game where the entire game is basically quiet. But it's just done badly. It's it's it's, it's, it's actively offensive. But any case, let's talk about let's talk about good uh, things. I love, yeah, like the fact that game pissed off the yeah. community. Well, how do you do that? Yeah, act actively. That's uh, why it's... actively offensive. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All right. If we're picking a game that symbolizes 2018, it's the Quiet Man, though. But it's not yeah. the game of the year. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's go down our list again. Um. God of War, I think we've said a bunch on that thing. I think it's worth reiterating, though. It's hard to kind of overstate again. Just the game's fucking great. Like, it all comes together in a beautiful story, a beautiful playing game. It's a new version of Kratos I never expected to see. Like, not only is it, yo, we're making another God of War and me going, oh, it's Vikings this time. But no, when it comes out, I'm going, man, this is a real good video game. It's God (laughs) of War, right? Yeah, somehow they made a good God of War. That's actually a good video yeah, game. Not just action, just, but all around, wow. I mean, yeah. all right, I mean, we said a lot about this. It's just, it's God of War. It's super good. And it shouldn't be. Like, it's the, if someone said to you, like, two years ago, like, what they did, hey, we're making another God of War game, you'd be like, okay. And then, like, it's got to be one of the fucking best games of 2018. You'd be like, okay, yeah, I know. Yeah, I totally get that. That is super true. I would, yeah, I mean, yes, the other God of War games, super fun, and had some cool plot elements too, but this thing is just, I did not expect this to come out of them. I yeah. did not expect this at all. Yeah, it's, video games have come so far since God of War 3 <clears throat> that, like, the fact that God of War is relevant again in a major way, it's just like, the yeah. fuck? Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2. That one's all was always going to be on the list as well, for obvious reasons. Yeah. I, it's a damn impressive game. I it's I don't think we can cross it off just yet, but I yeah. I, I personally think the game, the video game parts of that game, the the shooting, the controls, that parts of that game are not strong enough for it to be game of the year. Like the world, the setting, the stuff around it is unbelievable. Like it, as a cowboy simulator that game is unparalleled as a third-person action game. I think that game has some, well, 
flaws people like to overlook because the rest of the game is fucking amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's time for it to go just yet. I, I, it might make our top three still, but I don't think I, I don't think it wins. But we'll see. Um, Mutineer Zero. This was a game that came out a couple weeks ago, and I was fucking a surprised by and unbelievably floored by really? it. It is it is for a group of people that I am not normally part of. It is a kind of tactic shooter game, but like a is it is the game I wished XCOM was, not knowing I could like XCOM if it was this game. And, like, it, it's a game I should hate. You play as a duck man, a pig man, and a demon lady. It, it's it's full of Alex bad puns. <laughs> and it's, it's unforgivably painfully hard, but, like, it's, a, it's an amazing game. I love playing it. Like, it's doing stuff in that game feels good. You pull off an area, you're like, yeah! You killed those guys. You're like, yeah, that was, that was rough. It's it, it's just an unbelievably good game for what it is. I, it came out of nowhere to a certain extent, and just it's again like it's a game that every part of it when you explain it to me, I would go like, "Eh, not for me." And I, I, I can't stop playing it. I this it sounds right up my alley. Yeah. I'm probably going to end up picking it up. Yeah, I, I have to tell you, you you should check it out. Like it, this is a game for you that like you should definitely check it. If you like XCOM, this is a game you should be playing right now already, kind of thing. Like in you're probably like me that were like, okay, it's got a duck man in it. Whatever. And mm. I was wrong. Uh, Hitman 2. They're again on the list because it's actually really good. It just, it's, it's taken, yeah, it's Hitman taken the amazing. mechanics of Hitman, brought them to the next generation, and done it, and it's done it very well. Mm-hmm. I murdered a drug cartel person by whacking them on the back of the head with a fish. And they fell into a body of water with hippos mm. in it. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's good. Yep. It just what allows you to do the craziness of the plot. The mechanics are tight. Yeah, for what it is, I mean, like you said, the clockworkiness of it. The mechanics are very tight. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did it, but they made me care about the plot. Hitman, mm. in this one, like I don't know how. But like I'm weirdly into the Illuminati and shit like that. that this franchise plays with, but where I'm like, oh yeah, no, yeah, okay, these are major players. I understand. I'm, I'm seeing the web. Yeah, like fuck. The final level of this game has like at your super secret cabal meeting has the great moment of people that like run the world, like the super people that run the world, talk about how like okay, yeah, we all profited off global warming. We gotta fix it now though, cause ah. No world would be bad, but also there's money to be made in this shit. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it it def- yeah, it definitely it's just taken Hitman. It's a new Hitman, but they did it well yeah. instead of instead of a bad version. It's an amazing version. Yeah, Monster Hunter World. Yeah, we haven't really talked about this. It's definitely a thing. All oh, we we talked about it in in pretty you know, solidly back. Uh, I think it was before. Yeah, it was before joined, I joined. Yes. Joined yeah. Yeah, but uh, Charlie was. Very big fan of... Uh, Still am. Yeah. That game's great. I actually loaded it up a little while ago and had some fun just fucking around on it. Like, I haven't yeah. played a lot through it, but I still in, like I still enjoy Monster Hunter. It's a great game. It is a Monster Hunter game that people that don't want to spend a thousand hours playing that game can actually enjoy. Like, it's... They, they finally made a Monster Hunter game for... I don't want to say normal people, because it's still a Monster Hunter game, but more people 
and just like it's the quality of life improvements in that game are amazing like the turf wars are amazing like i sadly the online matchmaking part of it kind of sucks but like Mm -hmm. the monster hunting in that game has never been better like it's as someone who played the first monster hunter back on the ps2 and was like huh there's something here to see like 90 percent of that dream realized is really fucking cool Mm -hmm. like it's Monster Hunter World 2 is going to be lit, y'all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That game's going to be fucking yeah. unstoppable. Or if they ever just manage to fix multiplayer. And, like, the support for that game for free since launch has been as- has been unbelievable. Like, new monsters, new zones, holiday events. Like, it's, it's all coming. And it's coming timely. And it's cool when it shows up. Fucking Devil Joe, my favorite monster in that game, like, has gone from being my favorite to me being, like, Man, I thought I liked Devil Joe, but man, Murder Pick is way cooler now. He's gonna fucking pile drive that wyvern creature, and he does. And you're like, yeah, Devil Joe. All right. Yeah. Uh, Dead Cells. Uh, I'm not sure if it it's it's a really good game. I'm not quite sure if it's good enough to be on the list, to be honest. But it's a fantastic game. It's the best side-scrolling roguelike I've yeah. played in a while, but I also don't like those games, so. I doesn't mean much coming from me. I like the side scroller 2D, especially these like there's a name for them. What do they call them? Uh Metroid Va- No, Metroidvania. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. got some of that too. Yeah, like it's good for that, but I think it's also at the same time if we're going with that game of the year, um there are other contenders here that are way stronger. Sure. At least we care about more, I think. Yeah. I like like I said I like it, but I don't think I like it enough. Keep it on. No, there. I I don't disagree with you. I think it just deserves to do one last time. Yeah. Spider-Man uh, I think it should definitely be I, on I, her. All right, so I kind of don't. Yeah, I'm kind of with Henry. I think it's an unbelievably good game. I, if we're doing a top five, definitely, but I don't think it's better than three of the other games on here. And I really think the combat in that game is only mm-hmm. okay. Like it's the the web swinging in the story only gets you so far because eventually you wind up in combat, and that's when the game kind of stumbles a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's it's a bad version of Batman. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely see that. I can see that. All right, I I, I can yeah. be persuaded on that one. I, I will uh, give leave it on for now. I'm not going to cut it just yet. I think it's we'll come back to that. Um, Frostpunk. I as someone who's not a big fan of city builders or like Civ style games, the fact that I got as into a into Frostpunk as I did because it's both a city builder and a kind of Civ style game is remarkable again like it's that game just grips oppressive horrible atmosphere and you will make the toughest of choices every single time you make a choice in that game i i thought it's a great game but i don't think it's it's not as good as other things yeah yeah uh into the breach i like that game a lot it just it just has such a cool idea behind it and it's well executed too yeah like you feel bad when you have to abandon you feel awful. Yeah. It's it's so well done. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I Strong contenders on here. This is a good list. Yes. I let's start the weaning process, I guess. Um Um Well you guys I weren't too the, sure about Spider Man, so we can probably cut that out. Yeah, I was gonna say I think the only game I could make an argument being worse than Spider Man might be Monster Hunter yeah. World. 
which I think I could see. I, I love Monster Hunter World, but I don't think it's as strong as other things on mm-hmm. this list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't really speak I, a whole lot about Mutant Year Zero, Mutant Year Zero, because I haven't played it. So yeah, I don't know. No, and I it I, sounds amazing, and I want to play I it, a, but I haven't. So it's I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think it stays, and maybe Hitman. Ooh, wow! Really? I it's that's how I. I let, let me rephrase. I, I think this might be the time to talk about dropping Red Dead. Mm. Okay. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I, I I'd like to hear your argument on this one. I, it's as someone who has played a lot of that game and has had to like has had to verbally set the goal for myself of I'm going to see this shit through because I want to know how the story of Arthur Morgan ends. Yeah, I I played a lot of that game. I think the shooting controls should be better, and the level of interactivity in that game is damn impressive and i know some people are like oh you're just complaining about this to complain but like i think the controls are too complicated like you're doing there's too much duty being done at once with your aiming button because like aiming puts you in another case sensitive thing it's like it's a bizarre flow chart with one too many chances to go wrong and those chances are like you punch your horse or you shoot someone when you didn't mean to and like don't get me wrong when the game it when you're like on it, everything's working correctly. The game is fucking impressive. But like even the men, the menu system but, is awkward. Like very awkward. You have to, you have yeah. to hold it down, then let go, and then tap some shoulder buttons, and it's just, oh yeah, it's it's a pain to I, go I mean, through. We, it. we even talked about the course. Like the core system is bad. Like they've got this kind of like grant, like the it's the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas eating mm-hmm. system again, where like it's nowhere near as impactful, but like it's there and. Because it's there, I'm going to engage with it because it's there and the game yells at me if I don't engage with it. But, you know, I really wish it wasn't there because it's another thing to micromanage. And as cool as the whole, like, camp thing is, at the same time, like, they explain the camp really badly on that same topic. Like, everything in this game is kind of badly explained. And also, like, the first two and a half, maybe three chapters of that game, which equal, like, easily 10, 15, 20 hours of gameplay, depending on how you play that game, are tutorial. Mm. They are, like, up until chapter four, they are slowly revealing mechanisms in that game. Like, it's a really weird nitpick, but, like, let's go back to, like, the the moment I knew I was going to have a problem in this game happened within the first half hour of the game, where I knew there was a hunger mechanic. The hunger core was flashing. So I went, oh shit, I better eat something. So I went to the menu and like fed Arthur Morgan some food and nothing fucking happened because I hadn't progressed enough for the game to tell me to have Arthur Morgan eat. So it's because he taught me about the mechanic Hmm. at that point. I, and the game has just endless moments like that where like they, the whole camp system, you have to make it several missions in that's introduced like if you don't get a fishing rod till easily 10 hours into the game hypothetically and that like sets some stuff off i it's weird because that game is unbelievably good when it is but then some of the stuff around it's unbelievably bad like and it's the it swings hard between like fucking rock star ass rock star and 
wow, this game's amazing and impressive and stuff, but like then Rockstar will come back in and you're like, like for every bizarre, beautiful moment, like I Okay, like time for some major spoilers, I guess. Um this game ends exactly the way I know it's going to end. And having not finished it, mm-hmm. I know how it ends. Arthur Morgan does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know this because I played Red Dead Redemption 1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is no fucking way in hell Arthur Morgan survives. Mm-hmm. My character also has tuberculosis yeah. now. But, in any case, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's... You know and what? That I That's a pretty strong the argument. Game is I'm not carried... sure if it goes completely off the list, but... Hmm. 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 Well, I'll know. I think the game... The game is carried too hard by Arthur Morgan. Like, it's the... Uh, on one hand, it's awesome that the main character carries the game. On the other hand, that main character is the only reason I'm still playing that mm. game at this point. Mm. Like, it's... Yeah, and I, I get it. Like, this game is going to be on a lot of top 10, like, games of the year list, and it should be. I, I don't think it should be higher than, like... I might put almost all the games we had on our game of the year list above mm. this game, just kind of on principle, because I think the video game parts of this video game are bordering on subpar they're fine to functional they're not good they're like perfectly adequate where everything else on this list like except quiet man because that was there as a joke does what it does well to extraordinary yes. okay. I, I definitely see yeah, that I, I the other games that. are more complete they're more all around really yeah. really well done mm-hmm. yeah and, and red and like like I said, let's take a step back and like Red Dead Redemption has been one of the more controversial games of the year. It's not Fallout 76 or Blizzard, but like this game has this weird vibe of, yeah, this is what you can pull off if you just fucking ignore human rights. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like if you work mm-hmm. people to the bone occasionally, but also allegedly, like it's, it's unsubstantiated, but also like substantiated. We know it's of, true. Like, Let's just, all right, as yeah, a person in the yeah. industry, this is. For a lot of them, that's yeah. just normal, and that's terrible. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think this is where we say goodbye to Red Dead Redemption too. Just like it's, it is a, a phenomenal game, and but I think the video game parts of it yeah, don't the, hang in the way the rest of the stuff on this list do, does. Like it's the Hitman Two is a mechanic-driven game, and its mechanics are so dialed in; they have amazing games around it, kind of thing. Like. Mutant Year Zero is this bizarre surprise that I should hate, but I think is amazing. And if you like XCOM, you're going to also think is amazing. Yeah. Like, you have God of War that has its, it has its own share of controversy around it mm-hmm. kind of thing, but, like, it's, it's, it's everything Red Dead Redemption 2 did well in its own way, but, second, but the gameplay is also remarkable. Like, the the throwing that axe, the catching that axe, the beating things to death with your fist in that game are just raw yeah. in the way that game should be. And like it's a it's it's God of War, so undefendably God of War, where you're like, no, this is a fucking God of War game, but it's so different at the same time. You're like, wow, this is this is very different for a God of War game. Like, wow, this yeah, the chain blades are not there until yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah, and there again, Hitman 2. It's just so all around well done. There, there again. The story yeah. is pretty cool. The mechanics are yeah. amazing, amazing. Yeah, and I, I, I think it's one of these things where it's the 
The other stuff left on this list are games that don't need to have good stories in a Wii because the gameplay is so good, and they yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Like it's the they're firing on all cylinders in ways you really see games that are that gameplay focused fire. Where it's like, no, it's Hitman. Gameplay is like for what that game is almost flawless at this point. Yeah. And also, I apparently care about its weird ass story now. Don't know how that happens. Shouldn't happen. It's fucking Hitman. <laughs> Into the Breach, a game I have now bought three fucking times because I'm like, oh, I gotta play this game. It's real cool. I hope this comes to mobile. Mm. Game mobile. Yeah. It's so good. It's just everything. There again, all around, the storyline is just engaging and and devastating. And it fits right in yeah. with the mechanics. Mm. It's it's just so good. So, are, are we prepared to cross our Red Dead Redemption 2? Yeah, I, I'm okay yeah. with it, yeah. It's it's a tough call, don't get me wrong. I top think 10, it's like, but not top 4. Yeah. Not top 3 by that measure. Um, So, God of War versus Mutant Year Zero versus Hitman versus Into the Breach. Uh, so, I think God of War is definitely number one. Personally. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think God of War wins. It, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's what everybody picked, but there's a reason why it's pretty much universal acclaim, except for like you said, problematic elements of the storyline, which we do recognize. We absolutely yeah. recognize. Yeah, mm-hmm. its treatment of women is not great, but also, unfortunately, the rest of that game is fucking yeah. amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I think God of War. So at this point, we're choosing two and three. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I. I think Hitman is our honorable mention. I think it's, in my mind, it's God of War into the Breach, Mutineer Zero. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. I can't. You know, I like I said, I don't know about Mutineer Zero at all. But. Yeah, but it's... into the breach. Yeah, I don't know. Too but much into about the breach it. is so good. It is. It is something that. I, yeah. You know, I mean, their previous game FTL, I like a lot. Let's just say I've played a lot of hours in that game. But it didn't really have, you know, it didn't. It wasn't about the storyline. Into yeah. the Breach is very much about the storyline, and it is it is a core part of the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. It's weird because I don't like FTL because I felt like I, that that game is punishing in ways I don't agree with. Into the Breach is just as punishing, but it's fair. Like it's the you mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah. And the only reason I put Mutant Year Zero above Hitman 2 is Hitman 2 is a mm. sequel. It's not doing as many things differently as Mutant Year Zero is. Like, it's not a new thing. It's like, it's more Hitman. And Hitman is amazing. But also, like, there was the marketing campaign for Hitman 2 is, yo, it's more Hitman. And people like me go, yeah. That's what we want. Yes. Yeah. And I think Mutant Year Zero just takes a beautiful set mm-hmm. of risks. Like, it's it's such a weird game, but it's so good at what it does. In the same way that Hitman, it's like, Mutant Year Zero is also like, it's the you fucked up kind of thing. Mm. It's brutal, but you, you know, you, you fucked up. You, you made a mistake. This is on you. You should use the silence weapon, and you didn't. And, hey, we, we, we gave you the option. Yeah. If you two feel strong about Hitman, though, I'm more than willing to, to kind of concede on that one. I know, like, it's kind of like choosing, like, which of my babies to kill, because I think both games are fucking I just, great. 
I actually will stick up for Hitman too as well yeah. and say that it's definitely I, I I actually actually would put it somewhere in the top three. I think yeah. I might put Mutant Year Zero in the honorable mention personally. Okay. I mean I don't know too much about Mutant Year Zero. Um, but I was looking into it right now and I I mean it looks good, don't get me wrong, but I think I think Hitman probably would be a stronger contender. I know yeah. Into the Breach seems really fucking popular, so I think that would probably be our number two. And I think yeah, number I, three would be Hitman. So it sounds like kind of just based on popular opinion, our list should be God of War for one, Into the Breach for two, and yes. Hitman for three. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm I am. comfortable with that list. Yeah. I am too. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So to recap our winners this year, and oh, sorry, we have to list up. God of War for first place for Game of the Year with Hitman, sorry, with Into the Breach in second place and Hitman 2 in third. To recap, uh, your game of your, your game that is Art of the Year is Turn of the Oberdin, most video game-ass video game of the year, Into the Breach, worst slash most disappointing game of the year, World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth with a unbelievably close Fallout 76. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. And our game of the year, mm. God of War. It's been a good year for was. video games. It's been a good year for single-player mm. games and then also non-AAA games. But, but Alex, EA informed us that single-player story-driven games are dead and no one <laughs> cares about them. E- and when has EA ever been wrong? <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, no, you're right. All hail our EA overlords. Shut your whore mouth, Alex. I will talk 100% <laughs> shit about EA until Anthem comes out, in which case I'd become the biggest fucking fanboy. Get that yep. shillin' shirt on. Yep, shill fucking hard. Yeah. Get that shillin' going. Yep. Well, so that does it for our formal Game of the Year discussions. It is now that we break into our superlative discussion, if you will. Uh, we all have games we care about a great deal about this year that we kind of make up our own little fun awards for. Um. Who wants to start off with um, this? Um, uh, well, actually, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right, I kind of, I kind of have already have my lists written down. So, I'll, all right. So, yeah. all right. Most addictive game, game that just, just makes you keep playing it. And, uh, really, Farming Simulator 19. I just have to throw that in there. Farming Simulator 19 is super addictive for me. Maybe just for me, but it does sell millions of copies every single year. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not the only one who I, thinks I, that. My brain always hurts when I see it's like fucking formulating cylinder, just killing it. And I'm like, why? <laughs> it's farming. Uh, sub- not- Subnautica is a close one on there because it's building underwater and it's just, it's, it's got a lot of, it's, it, you can get lost in building easily in that game. Just trying to build the most amazing thing ever. It's easy to lose yourself in it. All right. Uh, any of you kind of have an idea for most addictive game that you'd say for you? Ah, this was a year of kind of weirdly free of addictive games for me. I, it's, mm. I, addictive game not so much. Like I guess my my pleasantest surprise of the year is mm. Year Zero, just because like again, like I went into that game just expecting to fucking hate that game. And two hours, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I care about this pig man, this duck <laughs> man, and this demon girl. I'm like, yeah, no, these are characters I would fucking hate in mm. any video game. How did Alex make an XCOM game? Why do I like an XCOM game? Why do I care? Why is this tense? Oh, God, it's 4 a.m. in the morning. What the hell? Yeah. 
You, you got Civ Five. Just yeah. what happened? It sounds I, like. Yeah, I I do not like what that game is historically, but this like something about like the the tense and the setting and just like all the parts of this game come together, and I'm like, well, yeah, of course I care about this duck man. Fuck the puns though, but this duck man. All right. <laughs> crossbow that fucker. All right, so my cutest game. All right, Kirby Star Allies. All right, everybody knows Kirby's adorable, but you te- you team him up with yep. adorable other characters. That's that's an overload. Detective Pikachu the game is is yeah, it's Detective Pikachu. It's Pikachu wearing a cute detective hat. It's it's gonna be a movie. Overcooked two. Overcooked two is just <laughs> fun because it's multiplayer. That's that's yeah. like Kirby Star Allies. That's another great multiplayer, super cute game. That's probably my multiplayer game of the year in some ways. It's just, it's, because you can learn to play it in seconds, and you can learn to hate everyone you're playing yeah. in a minute. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it is, it's a, it's a, <laughs> the true spiritual mm-hmm, mm-hmm. game. Oh, yeah, you can make, you can make your team fail miserably so easily, so. If you don't want to kill your friends over the video game you're playing, are you even playing yeah. multiplayer? Mm. All right. Game no one asked for. Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn. Why did I mean I love Shaq? Yeah. Shaq is a precious treasure. Treasure. He's he's lovely and amazing. But nobody wanted this game. Nobody really asked for it. I don't know why it exists. All right, other games on my list. Best game with Waluigi, not Smash. Mario Mario Tennis Aces. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> Oh, that's that. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, all right. No, I, I, I love that, but it's yeah. still mean. Uh, WTF Disaster Report 4, which has come out now seven years after it's supposed to because it came out during the you know awful tsunami in Japan. And so, of course, they... Yeah. But it's the whole series is just like, what is this game even? Um, my personal favorite that I played through this year, A Way Out. Yeah, a way out is, and it and I it was nominated. I might have might have won an award, but a way out. It is a amazing co op game. It is a required co op game. You can't play it single player, and it is. That was my I, issue I, with. I it. played it with a friend on stream actually on stream, and it was good. Yeah. It had twists and turns, and the plot the plot really draws you in. The mechanics of the game are cool because they made them to where you have to work together. You have to do some timing stuff and some. It's just it's cool, and it, and it keeps you on your feet. And ah, yeah, that's one of my personal faves of the year. And yeah, that's that's kind of the end of my list there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, things I didn't ask for award this year goes to um, uh, Joker and Smash mm-hmm. Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, 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 that it's like I should care about this, but I don't because I'll find some way to hate this eventually. Uh, yeah, I, game I just game I just did not straight get this year was Warhammer Vermintide Two. Actually, I that game seemed to set the internet at the blaze for about a month or two, and every time I played it, I'm like, okay, what am I missing? This is just bashing shit in the head with a bit with a stick. Oh, but you can like a mage. Yeah, that's shooting stuff with a fireball. What am I missing? Yep. Yeah. And and uh, of course, my favorite game for offending people. Mm-hmm. Actively <laughs> offensive. I my, my the word I initially had in my brain for that one was like 
game you could use as a form of torture against Ugh. inmates or something. And it's like, oh, it's, it's the quiet yeah. man. It's the quiet man. Like, I felt physically ill after playing that game. It's so bad. The, uh, okay. Uh, game nobody asked for um, any of the FIFA NFL rehashes from the previous years. Nobody wants them. It's just the same shit every year. So that would go on my list. Uh, also FIFA. Just because, yeah, FIFA. Hmm. I don't really know if I have a cute game, per se. Let's get an interesting one. Uh, what were some of the other ones again there, topic-wise, that you threw out there? Oh, this, you can make them up yourself. It's I, just kind of superlative awards at the back of your book. Um, I would say, this This is one I wanted to throw in there, but best, best genre, uh, or genre or style of game for 2018 would be single-player story games. I think that's something that really kind of stood out this year as far as like stuff to do. Like you, a lot of the games you hear about being fucking raved about are games that are single player story based games. Like you hear about Spider Man, you hear about God of War, Red Dead Redemption Two. Even though that does have an online Return of the Oberdin. I mean, yeah, Return of the Oberdin. Like I think this year was definitely when when you hear so much about people talking like being so hard about battle royale and versus and fighting games yeah. and you know shooting games and this and that like some of the best done games this year were flat out just single player story games well i think it's a weird thing when you got this kind of bizarre sense of the diversity in the gaming industry because like what was it fortnite posted like five billion dollars in revenue mm-hmm. this year or something mm-hmm. and a shit ton of other games came out that were real fucking yep. successful yeah so yeah um that would be that one there i think uh i wanted to throw out like worst company of the year but i don't know they're still they're still tallying up the votes on that one um alex mm -hmm. talked a couple weeks ago for what is matrix online of 2018 what is the matrix online of 2018 now fallout 76 no no what game hurt you the most well, okay, so Matrix Online didn't hurt me. It was the company themselves and all that mm-hmm. that is what did okay. it. So if I had to choose who was the MXO of 2018, it would definitely be mm. 76 because okay. the game itself could have been awesome, but the just the developers and people who worked on it for this year really kind of just let people down. I oh, yeah. Sure. And I think actually it would probably be tied with Battle for Azeroth mm. again. I don't know the dev direction all that stuff. You could also even throw in Diablo. <laughs> There's just a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, best best expected revival game of 2018. The Matrix Online is coming back someday, boys. Don't worry. There's an emulator out for it. They're working on it. Nope. It's coming back, boys. No. So. Yeah. <laughs> City of Heroes. Oh, I like that. Game. <laughs> I, I will say it, it, it's hard to find a company that pisses me off as much as SOE mm. does, but well, they're called Daybreak now, but um, yeah, I think Blizzard definitely did that. But anyway, um, other categories, I, I don't know if there's any other categories that stood out, I just I wanted to mention, like, the fact that, like, single-player games did really fucking mm. well this year. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely appreciate that, because it, it goes against what you hear about, like, oh, it's gotta be, you know, Gotta be multiplayer. It's gotta have battle royale. It's gotta have this, but yeah. it's like no, it's fucking God of War has no DLC. 
and that game fucking crushed it. Yeah. And it should. I'm angry yeah. it doesn't. But they created such a tight narrative. So. I mean... No, yeah, no, I, I... I'm just mad I have to wait for God of War 2 to come out to get more God of War. I'm like, no, I, I would give you money for more God of War now. We're gonna make a full sequel. No! Yeah. Give me another fucking realm to go do a quest in or something. I will pay you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess... Give it. Uh, no, I guess that's it for me. I was gonna say the biggest losers this year were probably people who pre-ordered Fallout mm-hmm. 76, but you had so much yep. warning to get out. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I, it's, I feel bad for those people, but also we warned you. Oh, yeah, there, there was ample blood in the water to be like, ah, maybe you want to distance yourself from this. No, Fallout 76, bro. Okay. Okay. Yep. Well, you, do you have any Shirley, or did you already throw yours out there? I did a couple. I, okay. I was going to do, like, let's do a round of, like, so what is your most anticipated game for 2019? Mm, I don't know. Anthem. Anthem, I think, yeah. Uh, I'm, oh, oh, is it Outer Worlds? The Outer Worlds for me. Is that 2019? Or it might be. That might actually be later than 2019. That might be not 2019 so yeah who knows that guy's that and it's done by up. i mean they did they did some of the good fallout ones i mean they did the original fallout not and coming the, and coming new in vegas that they did was very good it was just really good yeah well let's see what, what we're see where these games wind up next year's uh game of the year mm-hmm. awards if you will mm-hmm. been a mighty fine year yeah. of gaming boys. yes it has interesting too yeah Fucking indie games in our top spot, mm-hmm. top list. And I like that. That personally, to me, that's awesome. That's that's amazing. I'm glad that they're widely yep. recognized too. Yeah. And anything last to say before we get out of here? Uh, nothing else other than like I think I'm probably gonna start streaming again. Cool. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's been a while, and got the apartment settled off enough that I, I I'm okay with streaming again, and. I kind of wanted to take a break, and I'm glad I did. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Expect me to stream uh, more World of Warcraft, mainly because I am a glutton for punishment. Even though that game is very disappointing, it's one of the games I do play often. We should set a New Year's resolution for you to cancel your World of Warcraft. <laughs> Can't do it, while. man. They gotta ban <laughs> me. Can't do it, man. I. We I should genuinely get you banned then. I genuinely sat down and was thinking about it, and I'm like, I, I, yeah. Sorry. Alex, me and Henry will help you through this if you need help. We will, <laughs> I will come to Portland and bitch slap well, you. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to stage an intervention here. Probably start breaking shit in your apartment till you uninstall. We, it we care about you, Alex. We care about you. <laughs> I break know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will find Nikolai tracksuit <laughs> and send him to your apartment. He will take you into the Nikolai tracksuit house of recovery yeah. from WoW addiction. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think this goes up. Yeah, on New Year's, so happy holidays. Yeah, happy, happy New, New Year, Year to everybody. Uh, that yeah, be safe out there. Remember, yeah, you can always Uber and Lyft. Don't take yeah. any chances. Uh, you know, or just stay inside and play some mm-hmm. video games. We talked about yeah. a great way to start off 2019 is by not yeah. playing the Quiet Man. Mm-hmm. Just saying, if you're not playing. If you're not playing the Quiet Man, 2019 starts. You've already started off better in some ways. Then <laughs> I probably will. 
I think we've got a pretty good list overall. Good podcast yeah. today. Yeah. Well then. We have nothing else to say. Cue the metal. <laughs>